Uh, this is the Can We Talk podcast. <laughs> my name is Calvin, aka Chef Cal. I have my co-host Raven Brown, and we have our other co-host. You didn't have to Brittany. do that. You were supposed to introduce yourself, lady. Oh, I'm supposed to say hi. I'm supposed to say hi. <laughs> tell, Once tell again, the- let's try it again. This is the Can We Talk podcast. <laughs> I have Raven Brown as my co-host. What's up? What's up? What's up? I also have Brittany Hill hey, here as hey, a co-host hey. as well. Hey, hey, hey. And one more time, this is the Can We Talk podcast. How the fuck are you guys doing? I want to go through each of you. I want to see how you guys are feeling this week, how you guys mentally are, how physically you guys feel, and why you feel that way, but don't go into too much detail, because we have a new study that indicates men and women between the ages of 18 and 24 aren't having sex as much as we did. So, go ahead, Raven. Um, well... (laughs) I mean, I guess y'all heard about my story about me meeting a new person. So this week, I mean, I was feeling pretty good. And then when he left, I kind of was feeling kind of down because I don't know when the next time I was going to be able to see this person. Um, and then I've also been feeling kind of weird lately because my, um, my, I just feel like my body is just not how it should be. I don't know. I don't know. There's some things going on. Like my nail broke. I don't know. Wait, what? Uh, my nail <laughs> my nail broke and my nails are normally like they're really strong okay and my nails been really brittle lately so uh, it broke I see what you're saying you know what I mean so my yeah. body's just not like how it should be yeah I don't know if that does that and, make sense it makes sense to me because like you you know your body exactly yeah so when something's off it can yeah. be anything you just know something's off I got you exactly that makes sense to me but like mentally, I think I've been doing better than what I've have been doing in the past. But for the most part, I've been doing okay. Good, good. Yeah, I've been doing well too. Um, it's been a busy week. Um, I'm mentally, physically, emotionally. It's just it's just been a lot of different things going on. Mm-hmm. Um, my son went back to school in person this week since over a year. This is the first time they're he, back in physical school? Well, he's been doing, like, we got to choose. We got to choose. So we um, have been doing, um, you know, remote um, learning since since spring break last year when everything kind of shut down. He hadn't. So it's, it's been a shift. You know what I mean? I think Sunday night, I couldn't sleep because after a whole year, and send, my son is 16, but still sending him back to school with the pandemic and everything. Like, I think it had me emotionally like, oh, Lord, like, you know, just so going through that. I mean, he was fine. You know, I think I had a little bit more anxiety than he did. He was fine. I mean, he, it's different. Um, he said when he got there, I mean, he had to go figure out his classes and everything. So um, they are he had to check out like a Chromebook and they basically just sit in the classroom he does what he did at home, home just, just in, a in a classroom. They just sit with the computers and do the same so thing. So it's kind of social distancing. They're too. social distancing. So I, I don't think it was what he expected it to be because mm-hmm. it's not really interaction. Like you want it, you know, to help with the social interaction and stuff like that, yeah. but they still have to social distance and they're not. So I don't know. It's still a transition. But that was like the biggest like switch, you know, um, for me, as far as like uh, physically, I'm trying to get back. I feel like last year I was on my grind, workout, you know, doing all my challenges and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I've, we've had a, our family has suffered with a lot of um, deaths, you know, over the last couple of months. So it's been emotional and kind of, you know, strenuous on our family. So I'm trying to mm-hmm. 
get back on my grind as far as physical. So I started that up this week. So yeah, just different things going on. But um, overall, like mental health feels good, you know, you know, emotionally good, physically, I'm finna get it back into, crank it back into, you know, high gear and, you know, go from there. How about you, Calvin? How are you feeling this week? Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> it's been, I mean, just because, like, um, you know, my space is in the culinary world. That's how I move. That's how I used to move before the pandemic and stuff like that. But it just not, it hasn't been there. I, like, I used to be able to, like, see what I want to make, and I want to make for a mass amount of people. I can't see it no more. I try so hard mm. to just see it. I can't see it no more. So I've lost a lot of pat like and I that's not just happened this week. That's something that's been gradually happening. Yeah. Like I've been wanting to cook less like, and less and less and less. You and feel less. like you it hit you a little bit harder this week though? Yeah. Like I just I don't I don't because I'm this apartment was full of people. Mm. <laughs> like um I w I didn't sell plates, I did classes. So groups of oh, five. Okay. It was more like it was like painting with a twist, but with food. Oh, I love that. You know? So everyone can be be uh bring your own stuff or whatever and just kick it. But it was only groups of five at a time, depending on if you let me know ahead of time. But it was that was the vibe that I was on. That's how I was moving. Oh, I, see. Uh, I just I love being in the kitchen and now yeah. it's just like I'd rather just Get something quick and get the fuck out of the kitchen. Really? <laughs> like, that's really been hitting me lately. It's crazy. Because um, I'm so, I'm such a big advocate. Yeah. For when it comes to the culinary field. And a lot of people don't know that. There's not a reason I'm Chef Cal for a reason, but um, there's not a reason I'm Chef Cal. Yeah, you know what I meant. Yeah. Um, it's a reason. It's, it's, you're <laughs> Chef Cal for a reason. Yeah, there you facts, go. facts. Um, yeah, but I, I think that I'm my mind is getting to a point where I'm just like it's time to get back into I game was, shape and get back into just getting back into the kitchen, getting used to different things and styles, and just creating some shit out of nowhere. Well, you know, I was just say, gonna say that like we need to get you back into that, you know, that mind frame. I uh, four, four. It's, yeah, <laughs> four of us in the room one right one now. One I mean, one but, one but, and let me tell you, I love to cook i love to cook mm -hmm. like it's a it's a passion of mine so and mm -hmm. and i like to experiment with new things but i still feel like there's a lot that i need to learn so i am more than happy to come over here and you can <laughs> teach me some stuff because i like to cook mm -hmm. so i like this you know different seasonings and stuff that teach you know me how to make steak you know i've oh, been I'm, told you I, I can do that let me like uh, we, you've already had some food that was steak um, i make a good steak <laughs> I can outsteak you, I think. You think so? We no, should I know. we should do a steak. I can, I can steak the off. steak off. Yeah. Steak and out. Raven, you can the steak out. The steak out. Not the steak out. Raven, we can do a blind <laughs> taste I'm cool test. Yeah. I know this is, you know. I'm gonna win. But I Honestly, I think I, would, I can I would, be the judge. I would actually go so much harder than you think I would. And look, I know meat because <laughs> Because it's on Georgia? Uh, no. <laughs> but I, <laughs> we needed the <laughs> right there. I, I grew up on a farm, so I know a lot about meat. And like, so, <laughs> not just because it's Georgia. Uh, but no, but I know. <laughs> I, think, I think there should be, um, my, my mindset at this moment is like, we should do some kind of cookout for the team, just us that's in this room yeah. right now. Um, I used to do that for the team. Surf and turf. <laughs> um, and I think that's something that uh, I want to try to bring back. Like just I'll one day where we we all just kind of like put some money together. I'll take care of all the cooking. You don't have to worry about that. Drinks, I'll get fun. all the ingredients. <laughs> like just just kicking it like on some super cool shit without the the business aspect of the podcast. Team because, building. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it. I'm I'm with the shits. Let's do it. You know. So yeah. I mean, now we're gonna. I guess I guess we kind of transition without transition about um, something we talked about the last episode that we really didn't get the opportunity or the time to like actually discuss the Cajun eats thing, right? So both of you guys love place. their food. I think the food's great. Where's the I, I like it. I like it. Honestly, I don't like. I'm. I'm. I love Get it. I love it. And there's like a. <laughs> I love. I love their food, but I'm. I'm a very picky eater. You don't know that, but I'm a very picky eater. I'm, how? I don't. I barely even like pizza. But how are you picky eater if you go to Cajun Eats? Because. It is it because it, it's because it it's black owned that drove? No, you? it's not even that. It's just it like when I tried their Cajun pasta, oh, like Lord. I tried it by myself. Like I, it wasn't <laughs> there was no intention for me to like promote them or anything like that because they're black owned. But I went there and I tried the pasta and I don't even like seafood like that. And I was like, oh my god, this they don't is even like so seafood like that. It's good. not even seafood tasty. It was good. <laughs> it's good. It was Cajun. And I'm not shitting on anything. Like I'm not I'm trying to shit on that. I'm just saying like for me. Food hit different because I do travel. I do wow. go out of my way to try restaurants that no one would ever typically think about. Right, right, I'm right. not going to the restaurant that takes an hour or two hour wait. I'm not going to that restaurant. Right. You know why? Because there's going to be 2.6 billion people who are going to tell me exactly what it is, the atmosphere and stuff like that. And for me to go there and have the same kind of mindset once I walk out, what's the point? See, like I even <laughs> went to any everything, anything but anything. Oh, but I, potato. Had, I haven't had that. I didn't like it. You didn't like it, but I everyone thought, in the universe I mean, loves it. Like I think maybe I needed to try something different from their menu, but I personally did not like it. And I love baked potatoes. I love baked potatoes. Maybe I need to get something more. Simple. That's what I'm. That's a part of the the my disagreeing, not disagreeing, but my lack there of fantasy when it comes to Cajun eats. Right? Mm-hmm. I know what pasta tastes like. <laughs> like I know what pasta should taste like. We had Cajun pasta from a trillion places. Probably made it yourself a couple times. Yeah. You know what it should taste like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it tastes how it's supposed to taste, but a little bit extra seasoning, you're gonna love it. I loved it. <laughs> it was good you're gonna love it. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I've had Cajun. And I think it hits a little bit different when mm-hmm. somebody else is cooking it for you. You know what I'm True. saying? Like, like when you say, "Well, I don't know," because I make some pretty good stuff that I don't like <laughs> from other places. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Right. Like you're, you're like people kind of disregard their palate. Yeah. yeah. Right. Everyone has a different palate. Right. 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 So if someone's eating twenty five thousand fried chickens and they go to this one place, this fried chicken is fire. They're gonna be like, "This is the best fried chicken I've ever had." True Kitchen. Was that up there with you for like food taste? No, because let me tell you what. <laughs> I knew it well, was. Well, well it, it tasted good. <laughs> there was things about it that hit your palate, and you're like, "Ooh, this is good." But if if I want to compare chickens. I, hands down, T22. I love Tumble 22. Where is that at? In Round Rock uh, next to Kirby Lane. That's the new one. Mm. The the original one that I went. It actually started a food truck. And then they um, have one off Burnett Road. That's the first one that I went to. And the the food is very reasonably priced. Like, it's not overly expensive. You good, like... So T22, it's much smaller venue, you know, not, it doesn't get overly crowded like True Kitchen, you know, and the food was way better, way better, less expensive. That ties you into get, my point as well. There's yes. reasons I don't go to restaurants that have a mass kind of following. There's a yeah. reason for it because once you, so maybe originally, if you wanted the first 2,000 customers, 3,000 customers in that business eating, 
their experience is different Makes sense. from someone who has now been commercialized and is just there. They have to produce yeah. so much shit. There's no way in hell they can produce the same type of food they produced at 2,000 people at 40,000. That makes sense. There's no way. So anytime I go to a city, I don't flock to the places that, that everyone everybody. is talking about. Mm. I go to the offshoots. Like I go to a fusion kitchen. Like I'm a big person when it comes to like Korean food and uh, Asian mm-hmm. food. Like I love Asian food. So I go, I'll go to Chinatown. Even here, I went there. We went, we went there to the market the other day, and it was smelly as fuck. It was crazy. We watched a catfish get killed right oh, there in oh. front of us because he bought it. He was like, "I want that." And then, boom, done. Sold him. <laughs> it was crazy. Oh wow! But this whole lobster says, so "I'm gonna yeah. revisit that market. And I'm gonna give me some whole lobster." But you know, like it, 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 I, I would go to restaurants that are out of the way. Yeah. Like, because I don't want your opinion a billion times doesn't create my opinion, mm-hmm. but it might shape it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it might shape it. Well, I'm going to uh, plug T22 one more time. Because it's a franchise it's, place, so it's like multiple? It's But it's small. Yeah, it's a small franchise. Like they just, there might be three in Austin, and one, and one is including the food truck. Because um, they still have the food, food truck. Um, let me tell you. I don't know if I should be telling my secret, but when I found it, it was like a hidden gem. It's one of those that you feel like is a hidden gem. Nothing off of I-35 is a hidden gem. Well, not no more. <laughs> but when it was off Burning Road, ducked off in the cut, nobody... Uh, you was yeah. already fucking with it? Yeah, I was already fucking... Like, we went over there, and um, their happy hour is amazing. Let me tell you, you can go over there, spend $20, get full, get tipsy. You only need one Big Larry. It's a margarita. The whole top. Burn It Road area so is, is really So is it a undermised. food truck or is it an actual restaurant? No, it's a or restaurant on, on in Round Rock. Okay. And so is Burn It Road. That Burn It Road a, is um, fire. It's a um, it's a, a restaurant. Smaller. It's kind of got like a, a backyard vibes. That's it has. Nice. Um, uh, it's not far from Hat Creek Burgers off of yeah. Burn It, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's really good. Pe- people um, are turning Burn It out. Burn It has become weird. I just remember because yeah. back then there used to be a bunch of just, it just used to look bad over there. Now that whole like the whole street of burn it, just restaurants left to right, yeah, left to right, yeah, left yeah. to right, left to right, left to right. See, I'm like just crazy. That, I like that um, Chinese place, Bamboo Bistro over there. In Ramrock? No, what? in um, off of Burn It Road. It's Isn't called- there one off of Ram- in Ramrock? Isn't there one by uh, Faux Dance? I don't Bamboo know. Bistro? See, I feel like I don't go to Round Rock to know to be like. It's mm. Faux Dance, La Fontaine? Yeah. Fo- there's a I think Faux it's closed. On- I think there's a Bamboo something. Yes, I think you're right. But Faux- they- that one closed. I was Lamar. super sad. It, it closed? Yes. I tried to go get it the other day. It used to be, it's a hair store or some shit next to it and a bank. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But you said Bamboo Bistro? I think that's over there yeah. too. I think. Their food think is always fresh. Right. And that's why I like it. Like, I had Chinese food. I ordered Chinese food. I'm not going to say the place because I don't want to discredit anybody. But anyways. We're discrediting everybody. Names. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> it was on DoorDash. And the, 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 Lift the, your mic. the fried rice was good. But the chicken tasted like I put it in. Like, I had ate it the day before. And I put it in the refrigerator. Oh, no. And I love my, like, I love my sesame seed chicken to have a little crunch on it. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Bamboo Bistro has never disappointed. They've always, it's always hot. It's always fresh. The, the, the broccoli even looks like it, they just plucked it from the vine. Mm. So, I don't know. Bamboo Bistro is pretty good. I have to check it out. And the ladies there are so nice. The one who owns it, she's really nice. I have to check it out. I got some places to check out. You do. I, I have actually meet like there. There's going to be a situation in the future. Once I keep saying in the future, but like it's going to happen. Like I've been searching restaurants to create some kind of like on the run food show. 
I've been talking um, about this for at least seven, six months at this point. Mm-hmm. Shit. Um, but everything's closed and like there's limited space. So like right, it's like, right. how the fuck am I going to go into this restaurant? And I'm like, like, I need this whole area back <laughs> yeah, here so we can record. Just to, just to record. <laughs> um, that was ideal before the, the, the bullshit happened. And even piggybacking off of the, the restaurant vibes and stuff like that. Um, why do you think black owned businesses food wise don't succeed like other cultures? I think because this is my opinion. I think, I think there's multiple reasons. Go ahead, Raisin. Yeah. Raisin I, I think my opinion is that they they mostly depend on that word black owned. And so whenever you get to black owned, um, chances are the food is probably not chances are. Well, I don't want to say chances are. A lot of the time the food is not that great. You know what I mean? Because they depend on that word and people just flock to it and they get, you hear a lot about it in social media and stuff like that because it's black owned, not because it's good. You know what I mean? So. I, I, I agree with the name basis. Um, but as far as the food being good, I think that um, it's not the food not being good. It's just we eat the same shit. Mm. A black owned business is a soul food restaurant. Maybe a Jamaican, like, uh, actually, let me get outside of that. Uh, an African-American soul food, uh, African-American black-owned business restaurant is soul food. Yeah. Name a, name one. If there is one out there, I don't want to disrespect anybody. Name someone who has a black-owned business restaurant style that is outside of soul food. Because when you go to soul food. There's a vegan soul food one. <laughs> <laughs> but they probably still have greens, yams, some kind of vegan mac and cheese, some kind of vegan meat or something like that, right? When I see it, so when I, when I, I don't want to shit on black owned businesses that are restaurants. I just want to see diversity in us as a people because a lot of us grew up on ramen noodles and those kind of like prepackaged things, you know? Mm-hmm. Those things came from Asia. That's not, that's not American based stuff. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? So I would like to see some kind of a, like, push not towards we can Asian do other people. things yeah like we don't have to just we be all do the soul same food. thing that you know makes what i mean sense. and when i see restaurants or i go to restaurants especially really popping restaurants like true kitchen you know y'all's is amazing right but they it's food the they thing. make i get from my mom's yeah, yeah, yeah you know what i'm saying like when it comes to other different um cultures they're in america the culture is not what it is so they need to go to chinese restaurants there needs to be 12 chinese restaurants there needs to be 12 japanese restaurants vietnamese restaurants korean restaurants because they're not home right they need to find a place that makes them feel home but we're home we're Mm -hmm. in america like why do i need to go get some meatloaf if you know barring my family is where they are and who they are whatever but why do I need to go buy some meatloaf so from you, a black-owned business? You, my mom will make it for me. You feel like the um, black-owned businesses are boxing themselves in, putting themselves in a box? They're putting. I, you know, I wouldn't say a box because it's hard to run a business as a black person, period. Right, right, right. You know, but I would say selling maybe they should. Hmm? I feel like I, maybe they're selling Maybe not short. selling themselves short, but maybe they don't get the loans they want for necessarily getting the type of food they want. So I can't speak to them and be like, yo, we need some diversity in soul food. Because (laughs) I feel like, um, black owned businesses have come a long way, Mm -hmm. you know, um, going back to my mom was, um, you know, a cosmetologist, she was a hairstylist. So her having her own business in the nineties in a predominantly white city, you know, there would be times where she would try to go, you know, get her own suite and they would look at her when she came in the door and wouldn't, you know, so now the, you know, fast forward, that was in the nineties. Now where we are now, no, it's not by any means Mm -hmm. where it should be, but it is, 
better trying to be a black business owner than it was back then. So we've come a long way. I still think we have a long way to go, you know, but it's better than it's been, you know, and we're making baby steps in the right direction. Yeah, and I agree. I, I just like for me, like if we're, I'm not even gonna like say me particularly. I just think that there's a reason that, and and the black owned business does try to cater to black people, and that is fucking amazing, right? Mm-hmm. But no other business does that. Yeah, you know what I mean. And that's not talking down to any business or owners because I anybody who does anything LLCs, like anybody who does anything, that's amazing. Great, because there's a there's a half amount of people that you're doing it who aren't doing it, mm-hmm. and I, I I just feel like there should be some kind of like how how is there a Chinatown before like a African American town? True. Like how how is that a thing? And and why when we get like so I, I even talking about to the Miami thing I really find it disturbing when like we all get together and we just want to be like extra. And I don't mean extra in a sense of like extra like other people would think is extra. Like black people know what extra is when they see black people doing extra. <laughs> it's I'm not talking about white people extra. <laughs> I think I think it's a age thing. I think age is a factor that comes into play because I do feel like once you get out of that like crazy Miami young stage and you get older and then you have the people in and you know our ages once we get out of kind of out of that stage you you hear more people i don't think in their 20s early 20s early teens you hear people talking about buying back the neighborhood and buying back the block you know you start hearing that a little bit later so i feel like we try mm-hmm. to buy back so to have like a chinatown or a black time we, we try to buy back the block you know for whatever reason it's harder for our culture to get it done you know what i'm saying whether it's the lack of support from trying to go get business loans and that sort of thing and that there's different hurdles when mm -hmm. we come when we try to buy back the block but i feel like so i feel like when you talk about like miami it's a different mentality Mm -hmm. and then once you get to that mentality of doing it it's a little bit more difficult hurdles for us to do it I I I i feel like you hit the money on the lack of support but i don't think it's necessarily from people willing to give us money to do this i think it's within our own communities not I trusting think that too not trusting I think in it's ourselves both, i think it's mm-hmm. both ends too like mm-hmm. um you know kind of going back on um like I, I don't know if it's how often it happens now but mm-hmm. i know i think it's getting better but black people supporting black people Mm -hmm. has been a thing you know i think we are one of the only communities that compete with each other instead Mm -hmm. of so i think like i said i think it's getting better like you know i I make it a conscious effort of you know supporting black owned businesses because i do know it's hard you know what i'm saying so i think like you said it's getting outside support is is a Mm -hmm. plays a factor and then support within our own community plays a factor as well i agree with you I wonder, like, I just wonder why. Is it something to do with our past? Like, like past, like, why we won't support each other? I'm no historian, but I feel like that. I mean, I don't know for a fact, but, like, when I think about it, I kind of feel like if you even take it all the way back to slavery days, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you have, there was the house Negroes, right? And then there was, so it was almost like, you know, the ones that had to work out in the fields Mm -hmm. kind of 
looked at them a little bit different. And then you have our complexion thing that we all, you know, light skin versus dark skin, you know, light skin gets more favoritism. So, you know, you have other people that may be darker complexion. You know, it's almost like they look at each other different, whether one one group of people think I'm better or one group of people, you know what I mean? I feel like it's always, I don't know if it stemmed from slavery, but that's kind of how I feel. Is it, mm-hmm. it could have even gone back all the way to them to then does that make sense True. yeah 1000 percent. and when i when i say that there should be some kind of like black town i think that it's crazy because like you you think up and downs mm-hmm. as far as like getting things done there's a chinatown or two in every state yeah of the usa yeah. and if every state at least one or two they support each other. They 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 mm-hmm. they they come together. Like they it's no it's no animal we got we gotta get shit done. And and nothing's gonna stop us. You know what I'm saying? We band together, we we gonna get this Chinatown together, we gonna get I, I don't know, I just don't Do see. Do you think it's a factor that are because we weren't brought here at the same time? Like as black people? Like I, I like and when we were brought here we were treated as such and such. Not to say other um, ethnicities weren't treated really, really bad back then, but they came here traditionally by choice in like the 1900s. That's true. I, I right, also, like they immigrated here with their family to try to make a way when right. we didn't have a choice. And once right. we got here and we finally became human. Yes. And I feel like it's a mind state, like generationally passed down. Like, you know, we have people that may have come up, you know, in, in the slums, in the hoods that, that you know, they are taught go get it by any means necessary. So that means if it, it you could be my brother very ne- you know next door neighbor and I got to if I got to rob what's what's the saying rob Peter to pay pay Paul. Pay Paul. Yeah, that one. Rob Peter to pay Paul. It don't matter who you are. You know what I'm saying? So instead of coming together, you know what I mean? So I think it's it's a lot of different factors. It's our mindsets, you know, how we grew that stuff just gets passed on and passed on. No one teaches, "Hey, go to the y- y'all work together." So we can, you know, be on top. So we don't have to go, you know, you know, it's almost like when they had Black Wall Street. Like we. Shout out to, guess where that was? Where's Black Wall Street? Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Exactly. Yeah. So y'all should visit because it's an amazing state and it's an amazing place. You'll see a lot of black owned stuff. So that's why you should go. The, yeah. the plug to Oklahoma. <laughs> Oklahoma so, City is an amazing, yeah. amazing city. If you know the but, history, you know the feeling. Right. But I, it's stuff like that, like. So back then, nobody taught them. They they did it together. You know what I'm saying? Like I mean, they they no one taught them either. It just that's what I said. Do or die. Like right. they didn't have a choice not to know. Right. So they figured <laughs> it out. You know what I'm saying? But um, like I watched Soul of a Nation this week, and it was talking about um, Black Wall Street and the devastation that happened. And there's actually a um, a granddaughter of a um, somebody that a survivor of the um, Black Wall Street. You know the whole massacre that took place but um she was saying like after all that happened nobody talked about it nobody and 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 it's beyond just the economy that fell right then it was also legacies that were broken you know these businesses if you think about trump towers if you think about hilton and stuff like they have legacies and stuff that they pass on to their kids that was all stripped from them and stopped right then you know what i'm saying so we didn't have stuff like people like that or to kind of just continue to build each other like this is what you do this is what you do like you know what i'm saying we, we didn't we didn't have the same i guess 
encouragement and, and support, you know? I don't know. It, 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 I just feel like every time that we get, like, as a black community, I feel like every time that we get, like, two steps ahead, we get five steps behind. Yeah. And it's sad to say, but that's just the reality of things. Um, it doesn't matter what we do or how we do it. Like, we get, we get, we get ahead and then... We just get pulled back. Maybe it's by our own community. Maybe it's not. But we always get pulled. We something, always get pulled back. Something happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, we just got to. We can't even march in peace. <laughs> keep, <laughs> you know? keep pushing. You know, I mean, we are, we are a very resilient culture. Mm-hmm. If it, it, I mean, everything that our, our culture has had to endure and still enduring, we're very resilient, you know? So, shout out to all you melanin listeners out there. Okay. Melanated listeners out there. <laughs> <laughs> we we doing the damn thing. <laughs> um, I mean that, that those are both. Are we blowing? We Sorry. So <laughs> like, is that the call? Like you know, a break, coach. My finger. <laughs> the players doing the game when like they they tired, they point to the injury, they be like. I just put alcohol on my finger. <laughs> you have an injury. I know. Don't just say you did that for fun. Literally, they need to roll me out a stretcher. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts so Obvious. bad. Have y'all ever broken a nail? Because, like, man, it's, it's the worst. I bite my nails. I'm nervous. I get thing. nervous. It's the worst thing ever. <laughs> With the super glue on it? <laughs> I try to put, you know, whenever you have, like, extra nails on, because, like, my nails are just as long as, like, the other nails. But if I break a nail, I always have to, like, I put super glue on it, like, in it so that it can bond it so it won't hurt as much. Oh, I know what you're talking until about. Until you can get it fixed. Because if you're not, it's going to break more and it's just going to be, it's going to end up like this. That crack underneath is something painful. It is. It's, it's just crucial. like. It's crucial. It's like worse than a heartbreak. Maybe not as bad. Yeah, I was going to say that's pretty tough. Not with the Georgia guy? <laughs> he broke my heart. <laughs> um... Jesus Christ. Um, I think we were supposed to get into this like right away, but we just <laughs> went on a tangent, and I'm okay we with did, that. We did. I fuck with that. Um, so, as we. Doubling back. As I teased as we began the podcast, um, the study, there is a new study that indicates that men and women between the ages of 18, 24 are having sex less often. Experts say delayed adulthood, which means staying to mom's house before you're ready to leave, may be one factor. They added the amount of material on the internet to watch. Added? Did it say added or add? Whatever. Um, also be affecting personal face-to-face relationships. What were, what, let's, take, let's take it back. Um, where were you guys when you guys were 18? Uh, I'm on mama's house. <laughs> Getting ready to graduate from high school. Yeah, eight, uh, graduating, headed to college. So, do you guys agree with that statement? Not saying you agree with it because you guys are clearly of age. You know, I'm not saying you guys are in that age group because no one in this room is. Yeah, not but- anymore. <laughs> Ooh, days is long gone. <laughs> Definitely whenever I was 18, I definitely wasn't really thinking about guys or anything like that. You were in the streets? No. I was, <laughs> I was actually the opposite. I was at home all the time. Um, and then I actually met my first boyfriend 
um, online. And on what, like, what, what site? It was an app called Exchange. I don't think it exists anymore. Exchange? Yeah, it's called What are you exchange. exchanging? Information? I don't think. I don't know. <laughs> you can exchange my, whatever my you want to exchange on that website. My life for eight website. years, okay? <laughs> whatever and, you're willing to give up, you can exchange whatever. Right. And so when I was 18, like, I wasn't really thinking about that. Like, I didn't, I, I had never kissed anybody. I wasn't, I hadn't lost my virginity yet. So, I mean, like, and I was living with my mom, but I just, I was under her roof, but I just respected her enough to not, like, do any of that. You know what I mean? She never said, like, don't date anyone, don't do this, don't do that. But she implied but, it, though. She was like, don't not do that. Yeah, she was just like, <laughs> you're going to get pregnant. And I was like, I don't want to have a baby this young. <laughs> So, like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what kept me back. I just wanted to just kind of, I guess I just wanted to respect my mom enough to, like, not do that. I don't know. That's why I left. So I can do <laughs> whatever I wanted to do. See, I went How, to- that was the plan. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm getting out here and I'm going to live my best life. And can't nobody tell life. me nothing. I but then, <laughs> two all. weeks prior to me going to college, I ended up meeting a guy Turned out to be my husband, well, now ex-husband, but we ended up being together for seven years. So I still didn't get to go do everything I wanted to do. Right. I didn't get to go wild out. I didn't even, I don't even remember. I think the first time that I ever been in a club was, I mean, I guess the, I, my sister, she took me to a club when I was 18, but I was just like, oh, what is this? I don't want to go. And then I didn't really start like clubbing, I guess you can say, until I was like 23, 24. And even then, I was like, I, st- I still wasn't drinking alcohol. I still wasn't smoking weed medically. Um, CBD. Yeah. So <laughs> I wasn't doing any of that. But I, I feel like I do more now than I did when we were younger. When we were so, younger. so your question basically is trying to say, I know it's all being politically correct. A new study indicates that. So it's, it's basically saying right now, eighteen between 18 and 24, these folks is not having fucking. a whole stage. They're not fucking. They is not going. That's the, that's the average whole stage, right? That's when you're supposed to go through your whole stage? 26. Mm-hmm. Oh, up to 26? No, 19 to 26. 19 to 26. That's, a, that's your sexual So time. let me ask you, Calvin, was you going through your whole stage at this time? Mom was different stages. Um, oh, so you broke yours up. I'm gonna do two yeah, here, yeah, yeah. I, so, three here. So I'm gonna out, chop it up. I'm, know, I'm I, gonna get the whole eight years, but I'm gonna just break it up. You know, I like how you did that. I I did what Jordan did. You know, what I'm saying I won a couple championships. You know, <laughs> no, he did it. I retired. <laughs> I retired. I played. Came. I played a different sport. I was just chilling. Then you came you know back. Forty five. Then I came back like four or five. <laughs> Uh, and I had to went, so I got I'm in the gym. Sick of that! I was getting fouled like crazy, I so I had to get back in the gym. I am, and then I have to take it to that. another level. You know what I'm saying? I got to get three more championships, and I retired. You know, chill for a little bit. Then I came back as the Washington Wizards at 45. And you know what I'm saying? Like it just what, what it was. So what happened during the baseball phase? Oh, so uh, you know, took that L during the baseball yeah, phase. Yeah, you know, I took one of those relationship L's. You know. <laughs> Where you spend an amount of time with someone for <laughs> you, you guys are committed. I did one of those. That was the minor league baseball mm-hmm. fail. That epic shit fail. was ghetto as hell. <laughs> Signing both names on the least ghetto. Ooh, the relationship. Mm-hmm. My favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I retired. Retired twice. Name in the rafters. Yeah, I said, Ooh. you know what? The game don't look right. Let me come back and change it. So oh, okay. I came back. I left for I left again once. So I'm retired four times at this point. You know, at this point I'm retired. 
The streets, so you're currently retired? I'm retired. Huh? The streets still want you. They do. You know what I'm saying? But I got to... <laughs> <laughs> no, the streets don't know my real name. They Chef don't say Cal. <laughs> Chef Cal, where you at? We miss you, bro. Yeah, I got get at me, dog. My streets ain't bros, so. You know oh mean? yeah, that's yeah. true. That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm in my retired stage. You know, I'm living good. I'm on the farm. Kinda. <laughs> this is a farm. Not the farm. Farm life is good though. Yeah, I'm on the farm. I mean, that's that's the that's peaceful. Mm-hmm. On the farm. have y'all ever been out on the farm? Well, you said you was on a farm. Mm-hmm. Farm life is peaceful. You ain't got to wear. Don't nobody really come fuck with you. Exactly. Like you out in the you and stay in your distance. Shotgun. Exactly. You stay. You stay in your distance. You come fuck with people when you want to. Correct. When you in the farm life. Correct. I, I see you. So the truth of the matter is, eighteen year olds, twenty four year olds are not fucking. Why are they not fucking? Who cares? Who knows? I really don't care. Like, I don't care because I know why. Because we know it's the internet. Motherfuckers are scared to talk to people. Women are scared to talk. Girls are scared to talk to boys. Boys are scared to talk to girls because they don't know what attentions are. And they see it's it's, it's just crazy mess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know know, um, young kids right now, teenagers that, you know, have social anxiety very bad. You know, like, that's a thing. So, I think it's a lot. I think it's has to do with internet i think it has to do with mental health right now think you know that's at an all-time high i think it has to do i i think there's so many different factors i mean the way that things are i mean i, I don't really i don't know i'm just, yeah it's it's a lot i think it has a lot to do with a lot i mean it's the internet and and there there was um i don't know what it was on i really can't name what it was on but there was a discussion about your generation being the generation below you now can see everything you did without having to know that you've seen it. You know what I'm saying? Like anything you did 10 years ago, your kids, your little cousins, oh, everybody yeah. can now. So, cause the internet doesn't leave. I, right. I looked at my MySpace couple months ago Wait, it's you can my look at your MySpace? myspace still exists yeah, it's yeah, still yeah. on ip I, I still have my login it just doesn't it just doesn't no one makes you can't make money off it because it's still an extended id yeah. but you still there's still pictures and stuff on there because i went majority on there and got pictures yeah majority of stuff is still I, on there i have a couple of i don't have my top eight but i had like six of them still there it didn't end with top eight it ended with like 64 oh i can't even <laughs> y'all know i'm old i probably got off that thing before people was getting off y'all myspace know. MySpace got MySpace ended at sixty four. Your top sixty four, then it was your thirty two, then it was your twenty four, and then I think it jumped to twelve, eight, and four. But let me tell you something. I don't <laughs> think they should have took MySpace away. Facebook killed it. But I, I, MySpace Facebook was the old people's app back in the day. Yeah, it was. It, it, was, <laughs> it was only a. Co- it was only for college people. But um, I don't even know my username. My, my Facebook um, was the old people app. But yeah, because when we were young, it was the it was first started for college a college platform. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but when you can uh, select your you know top eight, so that's how you know somebody was really fucking with you or the not. Top four, it really started yeah. with the top four, and then you can make your background and your layout and put your the song. music on mm-hmm. it. Like was that was lit. That's coding. That was perfect. That's what coding is. That's crazy that they so the internet has been making money off of us well before we knew it. So we were coding for them. So um, something I read, it was like any profile that you made that you accepted to make a Facebook or MySpace off of, mm-hmm. they own the rights to your background, your music, all that. So the artists that you would take from, they weren't getting paid off of those streams. Oh, wow. So somebody can go on your page a trillion times, play the same song a trillion times, 
They're not getting paid for it. That's crazy because <laughs> I remember I would go to different people's pages and I'd be like, oh, I ain't heard that song. I'm going to go put that song on my page. Mm-hmm. So, all, you know, all that music getting shared Coding, and stuff. transferring yeah. information. That literally was making the internet trillions. Damn. That's how Facebook really popped off because they was like, not only did we not have to have backgrounds, we create the backgrounds for you. Yeah. We will give you guys the opportunity to do it within our app. Facebook, on MySpace, you had to go outside of the app to create to, that. Yeah, and Facebook my, was yeah. like, no, just come here. All you have to be is here, and we'll monetize all that. That's crazy. <laughs> I missed MySpace. I'm about to try to get on my MySpace. You should try. It, it's still an IP, so you're not going to see every picture because a lot of pictures have been disowned by MySpace because if someone screenshots your shit on MySpace, and this is five, six, seven years ago, mm-hmm. and they take that picture and they put it somewhere else. MySpace can't keep it on their site because now it's been out. It's moved, it's been moved outside of MySpace. I don't even so you're about to see a there. bunch of like absent people there with their names there, but you can't see their pictures because it's monetized email, now. I think my email was like Pisces Kid of nineteen seventy four. I have no freaking idea. So how do you guys feel about like knowing that your kids in the future are gonna have access? To you got that might be a class in high school to, my, to be to honest with you. So I'm good. I'm good. I'm good too. I'm good because remember I'm old, y'all. I'm I'm 37. So the internet wasn't popping off when I was doing all so my you stuff. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm good. Like he, you know, my son is he he's seven, he's about to be 17, so he already knows you know how mama is or whatever. But um, yeah, all my good stuff, the good the good stuff was <laughs> not, is not uh, on is on, oh, not yeah. online at all. One thing I'm concerned about is that only thing. <laughs> that's what that's what's crazy you, like any like i'm telling you i really just read some kind of articles about your ip like if you sign up for a site you do not own your presence on that site you might you can make money off a site like facebook they have every right to take any photo any video mm-hmm. off of your facebook and use its promotion for facebook same thing with tiktok not same TikTok. thing with snapchat <laughs> anything you do they have the. That's why you see TikTokers in, in commercials. Any, any, they have the right snap- to take that from you. You can make money. You can monetize what you're doing, views and likes uh-huh. and stuff like that. But they have every right to take everything you do on there and use it promotion for whatever oh they want God, to. Not I, I'm not popping like that. <laughs> see, my Snapchat is what I have to worry about more than the OnlyFans. Because, <laughs> Lord. Anyways. <laughs> so you're not scared? Y'all not worried? You're no, not really scared? Brittany's not ra- worried. I'm not really worried because I don't. Hey uh, y'all! I just I logged know. into my MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> I Brittany, told you. Brittany Hill in the house. Oh, look at Robin's picture. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> we on MySpace, y'all. Follow us on MySpace. Follow me on MySpace. <laughs> okay, that's what we doing now. Let's see, Pisces. <laughs> Y'all think I'm lying about my email. That was it. You know how it's like bootylicious2324? Mom was like, just spice this kid of 19 something. All my photos won't log in. I mean, um, load. All right, pause. Just a little technical difficulties. We're uh, back. We're back. <laughs> Raven so, needs to lift her mic up, though. So. What were we talking about? We were talking about kids, but speaking Wait, of. Wait, what? What? Huh? We're talking about the generation <laughs> of kids. Yes, no my, we were talking about MySpace as well. So yes. you guys did find your MySpaces, right? Oh yeah, yeah, that's what we talked about. I have to get, I have to go into <laughs> I found my mine. old email. I've, I have found my MySpace, and um, <laughs> some of the messages, yeah, I was a wild boy. 
Like, I, I, I didn't look at my messages. I was just so captivated by my pictures. <laughs> no, I didn't even go for the pictures. I, I wanted to know what I was talking about back then, and it's it's tough. I wasn't talking about shit. It was tough conversations that had to be had. You had to choose between one and two girls, and they both in your inbox. And <laughs> you remember when you couldn't you be on MySpace at school? Like you had to wait till you got home. You sat on the laptop for a couple minutes, couple, like just to be on MySpace. That's how I grew up. You don't remember getting home to the messages? No, I was uh, back when I was in school. It was just AOL and the AOL and the AOL AOL chat rooms. Now, now, some if if I had to go back into those conversations, those are conversations I don't want to look at. But when I was in my space, I was already married at the time. Yeah, I was already grown. I married, had my son. My so I was older. So y'all probably were checking them after school. I was already grown. My my ringtone. For every person that was a girl ever, was the best I ever had by Drake. Oh my god! So you had them at the same ringtone. Wow. Yeah, I would change it if depending on how you treat me. Y'all were in Calvin's DMs in MySpace. Look at listen. <laughs> You're breaking hearts right now, letting okay. them know that they was not the only one. Not the they only knew one. they weren't, but I changed the song, and that wasn't back then. When you could download ringtones. I had to listen to. I had to hope the radio came on, and I could record that shit. I had to hope. <laughs> the song I wanted to be my ringtone came on the radio because I put record in a second. <laughs> po, 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 girls. You're the only one. Best I ever the, had. The, the best I ever had. The yeah, best I the, ever had. Twain version. That's funny. Not the best I ever had. Facts. That was def- That was every girl time. that had a chance. It was like you the like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you my everything. <laughs> All I ever wanted. <laughs> Real <laughs> bigger than we ever done it. <laughs> Cause she only call every time I hear that. Ain't, ain't nobody call. Now I now I understand this song. Facts. That's what I'm saying. All that old shit Drake she was the talking. the best I ever had. Drake, now who were you talking about? Drake was on them forty year olds. I'm telling you, back early. Not the strippers that came later. No, that earlier he was on the he was on the older women. You can hear it in his music. Mm. You can hear it in his music. He. What did he say? Uh, he came back and fucked his babysitter. That was on some crazy shit. What did he say? <laughs> you ain't never heard that lyric? No. I probably ha- didn't pay attention to it. We're going to play that after. Like, for sure. Remind me. We're going to play that lyric because that's a fact. Which like song is it in? That song? What song is it in? What song is it in? Didn't I say something about that before? The, uh, he fucked his babysitter. I know what you're talking about, but I don't know which one it is. I can't, I can't name the lyric, but he was like, I fucked my babysitter oh, on some crazy shit. What's that song? Is it started from the bottom? I don't remember. It's something, it's something crazy. Well, shout out to Drake, man. You fucked your babysitter. I mean, you made it. Let me ask you. <laughs> you made it if you fucked the babysitter. As an adult. My babysitter. Ooh. Just had a thought. Lyric. So. All me. Yeah. All me. So, Two chains and Big Sean. Me. Oh. Oh. I never fucked Wayne. I never fucked Drake. All that's only. Fuck if I that's only. Yeah. <laughs> this, but this is what the lyric is. That's Nicki Minaj first. That's on. Uh, it's on all. Uh, what is it called? All me. All me. You're, you're in the wrong song. You're in only. Only. Yeah. But it, that's what I looked up and it brought it up. <laughs> Um, speaking of okay, so speaking of Drake 
having sex with his babysitter once they were grown. Mm-hmm. What is the youngest age? What's or the biggest age gap? Do you think that you could date someone up or down? Like Me what's up? 12, 13? Thir- 12 or 13 years? Up. What about down? Two. <laughs> not the same way? Why Why would you go 12 up but not... What? <laughs> what? What do you mean so, what's the difference? So I think my my cap is seven years either way. But, that's what, but you're 37, so right. that's 30 right. and 44. Yeah. Okay, that's different. I'm 28. 13 down. Is not how I get around. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't go. <laughs> and ten, even though ten down, down can't go. Well, no, they're I young. I've never minded. dated anyone younger? younger than me. Really? I've only dated them older than me, but now I'm starting to reconsider because not reconsider younger, but you reconsider my age because forty year olds these days. <clears throat> not these days. The name that we don't speak of it acts like an eighteen year old girl who bitches all, all the time. Hey, shout out to my, no, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> So. I've always dated older. Like the oldest person that I've ever like been with was like sixty something. Huh? What? 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 Hmm? Like, sixty? Huh? Sixty one. Sixty what? Anyways, sixty proof. What, what? what was the next question? <laughs> Did no, it get up? Sixty. No, Did you sleep with him? No, but we were like we were just talking, you know. So what were you talking about? His retirement fund and how you're gonna get to work tomorrow? How old were you? <laughs> how old Yesterday? were you? Yesterday. Twenty seven. Twenty seven, and he was sixty. I don't remember. Maybe 25. <laughs> and he was 60. It's like 60. Like 60? So 65-ish? Like probably like 59-ish. <laughs> but he was a great guy, honestly. Why didn't it work? I was about to ask the same thing. Why didn't it work? Mm-hmm. Just because I just knew that I, it wouldn't work with him. Because you're going to outlive him? Or like, because of what? That's not even the problem, if I outlive him. <laughs> what was the sex like? She didn't fuck him. I didn't Oh, you didn't fuck him? Mm-hmm. You didn't want to? No, it's not even that. I just didn't. <laughs> that means you don't want to nine times out of ten. No. It just didn't just, happen? One, he lived far away. And then two, I just didn't want to. But there was this 55-year-old person <laughs> that, you did fuck. that I did. How was that? It was just wild. <laughs> he was wild? Yeah. Full of was. energy? Had like chairs and stuff. What kind of chairs? Like mm-hmm. the little hanging chairs? Did y'all have, was it a sex dungeon? <laughs> it was like a sex chair. Where wow. you like over it. But I never used it. So you I just was show just you? kind of weird. I was just like, I'm just like a normal person. So I'm just like, I like normal things. And that wasn't normal to me. Wow. <laughs> and then the, also this 40-year-old, he was into like the BSM and stuff like that. And I was just like. How was that? Um, There was nipple clamps. And my, <laughs> my nipples hurt for like a good month not a good month what's a bad month month. jesus christ not a freaking good month but it hurt for a while so i was just like i'm just not into that interesting i'm just into normal things like i'm probably boring i don't know (laughs) but at least you gave it a shot right you tried it i tried it you try anything once i was like this is just not for me like i'm not i'm not into christian gray things don't tie me up because that'll make me scared. Would you tie somebody else up? Yeah, and I'll leave them and go eat somewhere. <laughs> and come back. <laughs> yeah, they're always still tied there. No, I'm just, I'm just, I don't think I'm into t- being tied up or anything like hell no hostage. No bondage. Just because it's just like it just brings back past memories of things that just 
happened that makes over sense. horrible. That makes sense. So that's little PTSD when it comes to stuff like that. Yeah. So that's what I'm just like, ee, like I just that makes sense. Quinge. Makes sense. Yeah. That Speaking was not even the direction I was taking. Yeah, no, but it, ahead, was, it was fine. <laughs> oh, <but. laughs> I mean, we were talking about Drake and the age difference. Yeah. But speaking of men, though, I want I have a question for you, Calvin. Do you feel like when you or men, maybe not necessarily just you, but do you feel like when men meet a woman that they know within six months if they're going to marry that person or not? No, but every woman I've talked to has disagreed with me. So you you don't? I, I mean, would, I, 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 I don't I would think I don't. Me personally, I I can't see myself being like married. Making that decision, but I'm, tw- but I'm 28. I knew in two weeks. <laughs> So, so, <laughs> she's so crazy. So, do you, what about marriage potential? You can see no. that dating somebody, no. oh, this it person would, has would, marriage it, potential? It bare minimum, take me a, a good three to four holiday cycles before I even thought about that. Really? Marrying any woman. Yeah. That's any woman. I knew on the first day. <laughs> and that's why we, I talked about this shit the last time, like how the pressure is for men to marry a woman. And majority of people I know, this is just me. I know a lot of people I feel like in the central area are divorced. I, if I get married, if I want to marry somebody, it will at least, at bare minimum, take four years. Well, me, at bare minimum, me and my ex-husband, we were we dated for five before we got married. That's different. I mean, I don't mean. So you just dated? Are you guys were exclusive, no, exclusive. for exclusive for those five years, mm-hmm. right? So did you live together mm-hmm. for all five years? Um, for three of those years, I would need at least four. I would need at least four holiday cycles with a person when we're actually outside. Not pandemic cycles. Pandemic cycles are that's a different kind of thing. That's way different. Yeah. I would need at least four traditional cycles: family, friends. Yeah, yeah. All that stuff. So we, ha- I mean, we for all five. It was five cycles of family stuff together, holidays and everything. I mean, when we started dating, we were inseparable. I mean, every because I went, so I started dating him two weeks before I went to college. But for the first two years, we saw each other every single weekend, except for two out of two years. So we were together all the time. We were with each other's families, whatever. And then we moved in together, had a child together. So we started our family. We're together five years before. So we had already had my son before we got married, but we were together five years. For me, it's just because I've heard, I've heard stories like that, but I've also heard stories of people in their thirties who have gone through that same process, not school and all that stuff, yeah, but yeah. like being with each other for five years. Boom, 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 boom. It's different. Like the first relationship I really truly had, I was like probably 17, 18 years old. And that spilled over to what was about, I was 19, early 20. Yeah. Right? We were in, we, we, we were together all the fucking time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that meant truly nothing if you're not living with each other. Because we did that, and we lived with each other slightly after, and it just it wasn't there. Yeah. You know, because so you don't it, get to pick up habits. It, it, right. And it took some... It took some adjustments. I know that one, one time we got a place together, then we were like, eh, let me... Set, like... I need to go our separate ways and then we came back together live together another two you know what i'm saying so it took some because it is totally different even this like you said spending all the time together but not living together living together is two totally different things so 
but i'll was, never do it again i was just curious it's, i can i don't think i can tell if i'm gonna marry someone within six months but i can tell them if i ain't you are crazy so i'm definitely not gonna be marrying you i'm never gonna talk to you you're a cleon you're crazy but for me i think that five years was enough time i think within five years we need to figure some shit out because you know i mm-hmm. i mean what, what we really, doing what we doing that depends on because everyone comes from a different kind of family right like it just that's just what it is like you know traditionally you have uh people who parents have been married for x amount of years right, 30 right. whatever plus then you have people whose parents were never married but they grew up to be good like I, I just i don't know yeah i don't know marriage is something that has to be extraordinary for me it's not gonna be nothing i can do twice yeah same it's not gonna be nothing i can do twice and i can't commit to someone if i do it once that's it it has to be extraordinary for me. For me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has to yeah, be extraordinary. Yeah. I, I literally, I'm not going to dip into that again. I can say that getting, getting married Hold on, lemons I bought. at 23, <laughs> getting married at 23, like the love that I experienced from 18 to 25 and now me being 37 and being it's two. T- you're in two totally different places. I like I, th- like you grow, you evolve. You know, mm-hmm. so being in a relationship in my mid thirties and experience, it's I could say I loved both of them. You know, but it's just so much different. If that makes any mm-hmm. sense, because I mean I'm not the same person I was ten years yeah. ago. You know, fifteen years ago. So and that's why. That's why. Like. I never, I would never want to get married as young as 23 or yeah. 22. Because a lot of my friends, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 20, even 26, yeah, yeah, getting yeah. married, right? Like, I, the me now would whoop my ass. Yeah. Tw- in 20, when I was 21, and, 23, 24, I would yeah. fuck them up. And I think that, I, I think it's your, it's the person's mentality, right? Mm-hmm. So me, like I said, I had already had my son. So I, I'm all in. I'm all in. There's nothing. I had my family. I was domesticated. There's nothing out. I don't care nothing about the streets. They ain't. Ha- they don't have nothing for me. But the other person has to be there mentally too. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like some of what our situation was because we started out at 18 and were all in, and then but then you know somebody was like, you know, wait, I didn't get to experience the. 18 to 24 whole stage, you know, and well, I need to go back here and see what I missed sort of thing. You know what I mean? But for me, I was like, I don't need it. This is what I got. I'm all in for this. But you, both people have to be on the same page. So I think, like you said, it just depends on where you are mentally. And if you know your 23-year-old self wasn't mentally in that state, then it wouldn't have ended out well anyway. You know, and I think what happened mm-hmm. with my ex-husband is he, we had a family and he thought he was there. I think I could do this. But his mentality, you know what I'm saying? It, it wasn't there. So, yeah. you know, it didn't it didn't work or whatever. See, that's kind of where I think that's kind of how I am right now. Where, like, my 18 to 25-year-old, where I wasn't partying. I wasn't partying as much as I was now. I wasn't doing as much as I was doing now. But I was in a relationship for eight years when I was from the age of 18. Well, 17 going on to 18. I was in an eight-year relationship, and I was just like, you know, this is what I want. And I was on that, like, I'm going to get married soon. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. (laughs) Why? 
And then once I graduated from college, and then I actually got into a really, really serious relationship with this guy who was actually abusive or whatever. But it just, like, I knew that I wanted to marry him, and, like, I knew that I wanted to, like, my I wanted to change my life and do this, all this shit for him. And then after everything happened between us, like, I was just, like, once I moved back to Austin, I was like, you know what? This is actually kind of fun being single and, like, taking care yeah. of myself and having yeah. fun. And I think that's kind of where my exes don't see it because Ooh. they just don't realize what I've been through in the past. Yeah. yeah. And now it's just, like, it's not like I'm just out there just, like, with everybody, but I'm just out there just having fun for myself and doing things for myself. Like I said, um, we, we, we talked about it during um, a couple mm-hmm. of um episodes ago um that peace once you get that peace mm-hmm. it is amazing and then it's a beautiful thing okay. and don't let anybody come and disrupt that peace i am such an advocate for spiritual mental peace yes. once you get there protect it like no other protect exactly. your peace girl live your life live exactly. your because you know nobody can make you happy like you make you happy so mm-hmm. you know True. love love yourself True. love yourself True. so I find myself saying so a lot. I'm going to find something else to say, like a transition, like, mm, okay, next. Um, are people asking the correct questions? You know, when when you traditionally meet somebody, right, and you have your traditional no. question, what's your favorite color? Like, what's this? I what's hate. that? What's your address? What's Those your social? Colors. Where's your birth certificate? Say? Those are some of the last things I care about. Yeah, like I, I could care less questions. what your color is until I meet you and we actually like vibing. So name if you guys both each name three questions that you think are very important to know to mm. actually actually figure out somebody. Yes. What are your intentions? What are you looking for right now? Um, that's one. Yeah, that's what I always ask. Like, what's your intentions? Like, are you here to date? Are you here for a relationship? Are you here just to have fun? Just so that I know that we're on the page or how I can where I can move, how I'm going to move with you. Yeah. Um, if you're looking for friends, that's fine with me. I would love to be friends. Um, let me think of my other question. Um, why are you single? Like, especially that's, if they're if that's they're a question a, that I ask too. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're if they're a good guy, Georgia, why are you fucking single, boy? Anyways, he gave me an answer though, <laughs> um, which I don't know if I believe it or not, but I still love you. <laughs> I'm, just kidding. I'm just kidding, guys. I don't love him yet. <laughs> um, trying to think. Um, this is someone you're asking that you would just traditionally ask. Not yeah. we're not talking about your unicorn, Mr. Georgia. No, no. Well, I'm talking I'm about just, just normal, normally, just normal question number three. Well, I haven't really talked to anybody in a really long time. That too. Uh, it's, it's been a while for me too. Yeah. You're three. I don't know what you. <laughs> I don't know what that means honestly, for you. Honestly, <laughs> it's just too like. Uh, it's just honestly those two like what are you looking and for I while think, you're single and then I just kind of play it by ear for yeah there. yeah that's what I was about to say it feeds off of you know so answers not a third question you don't ask more than really? two questions no 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 I think it, the conversation just kind of flows I don't you yeah. know I don't feel like it's I mean but one of the but, <laughs> one of the questions I ask I ask you know why are they single you know um, if and again like Raven said it kind of depends on some of the answers I feel like um <laughs> It, it does feel, because I feel like sometimes you don't, it depends on how long you've been talking. Like, I don't, you don't no, want to get no, too. No, per, I'm not, too, talk, I'm not no, talking no, no, about no, the no, dating I, process. I'm talking about actual questions that you would ask somebody, whether you've dated for four days or two seconds. What questions are you guys asking men? 
What questions are you asking them? Accountability wise. So And what answers are you accepting? Um, Raven, answer why, your two questions. Answer these. Why, so why, what, what are you looking for? What does that mean? What are they supposed to be looking for so, for you? So basically, what are you looking for? I hate that. Honestly, I hate that question during d- dating apps. Like, what are you looking for? But I also, like, my more, my, I like to just kind of break it down. Like, what are your intentions? Because, like, people's intentions are different. Because That's I know, different. That's like, two different things. Attention and what are you looking for are two different things. What are you looking for? What is a, name a question. I need a question that you would ask that a man. Is, that yeah. is a question. What are you looking for? Are you looking to date? Are, are you, you looking, looking for, for friends? Exactly. Are you looking for somebody to hang is out with? Is that a successful question for y'all? I think it is. Because so a lot of people are question, saying, If you guys have right. asked that question, that's been a successful I've asked question yes, for you. Yes, because okay. you know what, what mm-hmm. you're making a decision based on this answer if this is this something i even want to entertain is this something i want to answer question two and three can't make it better for one so if they're like yo i'm just chilling but then you ask how much money you make a year and he's like 40 bill i really honestly don't care how much money they make this is a scenario i'm not saying those are the questions you would ask in response to that i'm saying what questions do you guys ask what are you looking for she's right that so like what are you looking for is the number one question like what is your intention so are your intentions are your intentions to date or your intentions to be friends with benefits, yes. or your intentions to have relationships. Because I tell them, look, one way or another, I don't really care what you do or who you do or what you're about, but I need to know so how I can know how to move. Because if you're like, exactly, because either way, I know where I'm at in my stage of life. I know that I could jump into a relationship and be okay to jump in a relationship because I'm I'm good with myself. Or for me, yeah. I, I agree with what Raven said. What you're looking for is like one of the number one questions. Because for me, I, I'm not getting, I'm okay with getting to know each other to see where it goes, but I'm also not just playing around either. Yeah. I don't, I don't need to I just, so how do you time. even get into that? How, I don't even how does wait. the conversation start? That? How, do you get, how do you get there? I'm just going to ask them straight up. Yeah. Cause I'm just like, look one and I'll, this is what I always say. Like, what are you, what are your intentions? Because one, I don't want, I don't like my time being wasted and I don't want to waste anybody else's time. So are you looking for a relationship? And chances are they're like, no, I'm just looking to just, you know, have fun and chill. And I'm just, and then I go into something deeper. Like, what does that mean for you? Like, how does that look for you? Like, what does that look like in your eyes? And that's how I know. And that's how I can easily be like back off and be like, cause a lot of times there are guys out there won't say any names and won't say any names. You know who you are. That fucking lie. And I'm just looking at them and I can see the red flags already from you. And I'm just saying, if you're honest with me up front, like we could have, like, of course I, I can be your friend anytime, any, any day, any week. Cause I'm a great friend. But if you're going to sit here and lie to me about like what your intentions are and stuff like that, then of course I'm just not going to look at you even as a good yeah. friend. Yeah. Um, you know who you are mm, but how do you even, how do you have that conversation though like how do you are these conversations that you guys are having online or these actual phone conversations both, both. yeah so you ask the person well. in oh, person yeah. like yeah. yo what are you what yeah. are you looking for yeah after dealing with them for quite some time not no. quite some time um day this one a, <laughs> day freaking i wouldn't one. even say well not for me, day one. Not necessarily day one. It depends on is this somebody I met, you know, you know, on social media, right? Like Instagram or Snapchat, and we're just, you know, kikiing back and forth, and then the conversation slowly, gradually picks up. Someone lets them lets 
you know, let them know that or let's one each other know that you're interested, that sort of thing. Then the conversation will, you know, come up. So what what exactly is it that you're looking for? Just so seeing number, if we're so on the same this number, page. So this number one is our number one. Yeah. Okay. So number yeah. one, number two. You have to ask them if they're single Are you because, because because just things? because they um, message you and they're, they're interested single. in you, they have a ring. that does not necessarily mean that they're. They, oh, yeah. Yes, they have. I'm, I'm single, but I've I have somebody. a wife and three exactly. girlfriends. Exactly. <laughs> or will approach you with the whole ring on, like okay, so you know, you get your dusty self away from me. Again, like Raven said, you and these, your wife. these questions are so you can decide how you want to move mm-hmm. because that nothing. There's nothing worse than somebody lying to you right and then mm-hmm. i feel like you now you have taken my choice away from me you know what i'm saying you made my decision for me you tell me you're single and you're not single or you no, better yet not even that one you tell me that you're interested in a relationship and that's something that i'm interested in pursuing you know and then but and when we in reality you are just you really have no intention of being in a relationship. So now you've t- taken my decision because had you told me up front that you weren't interested in a relationship, I could have chose whether I need to walk away from this situation or still, you know, see what happens. I'm okay with being your friend or whatever, but I don't like you lying yeah. or misleading me and taking my decision from me. Because at the end of the day, I feel like they try to make you feel like this was your fault. Yeah. That you didn't say like what you wanted and stuff like that. And you're like, no, you're the one who's you're the one who did not want to be in a relationship in the beginning and like i've spoke what my intentions were and you didn't you weren't honest about it yeah yeah it's just and so i would agree with raven's number one and number two question my third question in conversation i mean it doesn't have to be in these or i'm asking them boom 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 but my third question would be like um you know what are your goals or what are your plans or where do you see yourself in the next I mean you don't have you know two three next year right next year because I feel like we should be trying to better ourselves you know we're continuously a work in progress but I want to what do you have planned for this year what do you have planned in the next five years like where do you see yourself because you know are are, are we lining up right you know are your aspirations yeah, are your aspirations or your ambitions lining up with what I have planned for my life? Can we do this together? Is this something that we can, you know, because if you got, if you got no ambition, that ain't gonna work. If you, you know what I'm saying? If you have no drive, if you have no motivation, you know, that's not, you know, that's not gonna work. But also, your plans may totally go in, you know, go left and I'm trying to go straight or I'm trying to go right. So, you know, this again might not line up you know what i'm saying so you can again decide how you want to move mm-hmm. with this with this other person true oh that's good definitely what about you you got you got top three questions what's that your you like? what's your address and your social <laughs> never that <laughs> i got upset you told him where i live you told jamal where i live Ooh. He might pull up on me one time Jay. <laughs> he didn't get to see my face so he might Jay. not <laughs> Jay, you coming yes. back or no? Hey, hey Jamal. <laughs> Jay, come pull up on us. Um, any any questions I ask aren't going to be genuine statement questions like this. Mm. I, I don't go into any kind of conversation with anybody with general, general questions at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for me, it, it is really just as simple as who are you? Like, I want to know you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care about this stuff yet. Like, if I meet somebody what you're looking for you know while you're single 
what your goals and plans are, that doesn't matter to me yet because I'm not even invested in you. You can tell me all three of those things and that doesn't make me invested in you. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? See, so I feel like if it, it I get what you're saying and I think I think these questions like how I said, you know, when somebody starts work you know, conversing back and forth and mm-hmm. chopping it up and then it leads to this because I feel like that is me getting to know that person. You know what I'm saying? It just helps to, me route what so I, I don't quote unquote them. say who are you. I don't say it like that. But no, no, I, I'm not it, saying you guys are literally I, saying this. Yeah, I'm, I'm but, just saying but like because I think it it, it it varies from person to person. Mm-hmm. So as you're getting to know, you know, when when you're talking to me, it might be different from when you're initially talking to Raven. The questions might be different. You know what I'm saying? To kind of get to know me a little bit more, to get to know, you know, it, the the shape of the questions are going to be a little di- bit different. So I do agree with that statement as well. Like just getting to know them. And I wasn't once, trying to. I wasn't trying to do like word for word questions as yeah, far yeah, as yeah. like because i'm sure you guys i hope you guys don't just say we're looking for like yeah yeah yeah. To their face. yeah yeah you know if you do you do you <laughs> you move how you move I, it depends on the atmosphere <laughs> are we having are, are you really about something like what the fuck like what what, what, what we doing what, what, what what's going on it depends on the situation it'll come out in different ways and that also ties into like what we were talking about as far as like you know women taking really minor things and blowing them up on certain guys like woman never opens so I, once again i've come across many friends many people that have never had the door any door open for them yeah, yeah. me i do that for everybody anybody yeah. i can just open the door for men all women that's just my that's how i grew up like i just made sure everyone was good regardless so um as far as like women I've never had doors open for them. Like, what does that? What does that say to those three questions? You know, like if you've never had that, is those still going to be the same questions you would ask to a gentleman, like a person who really truly cares to just show you a good time? It has no intentions to do anything extra with you, or just wants to be around you and kick it with you, cook for you, hang out with you, type stuff. Will those still be the same questions you're going to ask? Yeah, those? because like, why do you want to? Why do you want to do all the stuff that? Someone who's in a relationship, you want to cook, you want to do this, you want to take me out. That's scary. So if you want to do all this and you don't want a relationship, okay, that's fine. But just let me know so that I won't, I won't have feelings behind it. That's scary. That's that's a scary avenue. My whole my whole part about it is protecting me, and I'm protecting my feelings because if like if you're out here saying like you want to take me out to dinner, you want to do this, you want to do that, like all these little cute little boyfriend girlfriend things, like you do not want to have a relationship behind it. That's fine. Like that's fine that you want to do that, but you're not going to do that with me. We can just be friends. So I I get I get what Raven's saying, but I get what you're saying too, Calvin. Like it shouldn't you as a man, you kind of feel like opening and opening a door for someone shouldn't necessarily equate to a relationship this should just be how men this exactly. is just chivalry chivalry should still whether it's a friend open a male friend opening the door for a female like you know but it's sad that women are not used to it you know what i'm saying so women applaud a man right it's almost like he's standing out yeah. And that's from, that's that's why yeah, I said the word scary because like he's standing out the, from all the rest. There's, like, oh men, my God. there's men who would do that who don't do that. 
And see, and that it makes is scary me think, because we're sitting like I'm sitting here doing that. Like that's just me. You're doing it with no, with nothing expected and in return. That do that, and women are like, Georgia. "Oh my God, Jesus Christ! He he did that. He yeah. opened your door. Yeah, girl, you better that. give him some. <laughs> right, girl, you better give him some. He is out here opening doors. They don't make them like that no more. That's like what that's what right, I'm but saying. it should. But, but you're saying it, it shouldn't. Me. Yeah, it shouldn't be like that. It really shouldn't. It, it don't shit on you. You probably it, got stuff. You know, women throwing themselves, throwing coochie at you because, you know, other women ain't used to that. True. No comment. <laughs> you retired. I forgot. I forgot. I retired. See, that's <laughs> we're talking like, about the old games in 2014. We were talking about the championship back then. You know, I'm retired. This is right. the Jordan doc. Mm-hmm. See, this gotcha. is why immediately started romancing like things like when like guys are just like, oh, like they're super sweet just because all my past relationships have probably been shit shows. <laughs> Except for a few. But, like, if a guy, like, starts just doing, like, just extra sweet stuff that's just beyond, like, the norm for me, which is the norm, the norm should just be that, you know what right, I mean? Right, that shouldn't be above norm. Like, that should be the norm. Like, I'm just like, I'm in love. Right, because I can say the last, the last <laughs> guy that I talked to, um, I mean, one thing that I, when we very first started talking. I can't Um... One of the very first times we started talking, he actually met up with me and a group of my friends. And he was paying for stuff all night. Everywhere we went, every bar we went, like just paying for stuff for all of us. All of us. I got y'all. I got y'all. I got y'all. I got y'all. And I remember my friends were like, oh my God. Like, you know, and I mean, I guess, you know, that's just the gentleman thing to do. Yeah. Like, but it it seems so out of the norm. You know what I'm saying? Like he's he's taking for everything. He's not just buying a drink for you. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's taking care of all of us, you know? Like, and you know, that was like no big deal to him. I mean, he did that for his friends too. But it was just mm-hmm. crazy how some females or, or not you know, well some people just see that as Oh my God! You know what I mean? One thousand percent. That's why. See, that's I why have, I keep saying the scary. I have a lot of guy friends, and the guy friends that I have, they're um, like if we're going out or something like that, they will, they will splurge on all the girls and make sure that they are taken care of, and like they will make sure that they are like. You talking about a group? Y'all got a group that, unlike I've ever seen before. What is massive? They got they got a they got a really collective yeah. group that has like really fucked with each other for like a long fucking. I'd be trying to get in there. I'd be trying to walk in there like with my own like mask on. Like yo, yeah, I'm part of the crew. I'm part of it. And then I take my mask off. Calvin, get the fuck out of here. You're not part of the crew. <laughs> the guys in our group, they're really like they're really nice. Like they'll make sure that you are protected like 100. percent Yeah. Like you know, I can just I can stay in the room like with all of them. Like if I'm drunk like yeah, completely and, wasted and, and, and still feel safe you yeah, know yeah or if like someone's just like fucking with us like well like we're we have each other's back so yeah. it's, it's more like a family yeah um and i've, I've never experienced this because i always keep my circle small and i always like fuck with who i fuck with like one person maybe three maybe two people but like never like a big massive you know what i mean so but yeah i mean like so but other guys, I mean, like, I guess that's, I mean, it's, uh, it's probably not part of the reason why I'm just kind of like I ask these questions to guys. It's more for my past that I ask these questions. And right. everything's about it. You know, like, I, I never want to, like, discon, like, discontent or dis, 
allow someone's mm-hmm. past, right? Because I didn't grow up the same way you grew up. We grew up two different ways, three yeah. different ways. Like, I will never sit here and tell someone how they grew up was the wrong way. I'll right. never do that. Unless it was like some kind of mass shooting shit, but we're not talking about negative <laughs> shit today. But um, no negative. I just, I just, we all on our growth shit, right? Yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. Um, I, the only reason I wanted to this to like even look at these questions is because this is the questions that I get from people, not mm-hmm. me personally, because mm-hmm. you know, on the streets. Um, but <laughs> I am. so, do you feel like people are asking the wrong questions? Yeah, the questions that the, the questions to get the right answers they're looking for. So. I don't, want, I don't want to say I treat people like movies, but you I treat people like, like movies. movies. <laughs> like people will tell you exactly who they are. The first question, the first correct question you ask them. A lot of people ask simple questions like this, and that's why people are able to lie about stuff like this because they know this question is coming. So, what are you looking for? Oh, I want a relationship. I want this, this, and this. So, people, you think that. So do men you think, and women are, are molding their, their, their game around questions but, like this. So let me ask you a question. Do you think that people ask specific questions? Like say it's on our end, right? Or, or, or subconsciously. Do you think that people ask questions almost geared to receive the answer that they want to hear? That's humans. But for these particular answers, yeah. Because they're, they're, I mean, for these particular questions, yes. But for traditional answers, yes. Like, people are going to gear things up to hear a response that makes it easier for them to receive it. So do you think even if somebody says it, like you said, people will tell them exactly what they want I to think, hear? I think people, but, yeah, they but, tell them But what not they what they want, hear. but people will tell you who what they you are. you think that they want to hear. But, but people will tell you who they are. Mm-hmm. So do you think sometimes whoever's on the receiving ear, receiving end receives it how they want the answer question i mean wants the question answered you know what i'm saying like so, so sometimes men will tell you that they don't want a relationship but women might hear a relationship right now you know what i'm saying i feel like some i was about to ask you because i, I like, think that we've had this conversation before okay so as well I feel like some guys, like these new generation guys, I'm like, I don't really know. New if generation you, guys are like people in the same age group. What the fuck? <laughs> anyways, I think that they, like if you're like asking those questions, like, hey, what are you looking for? And they're like, oh, they want to tell you what you, they think that you want to hear. So it's most, a most people, most women, they, they, they think most women want a relationship. And I'll just that's be. That's not always true. Exactly. That, that that's is what not I want to dig true. into. So the, like, the same, the same, added, the same question that you asked me, um, as far as like, so explain it to me again. So you're saying that like a woman wants to ask a guy a question that a guy expects them to, like explain yeah. that to yes. me. Yes. Do you think that we ask? So let's say women to men. Mm-hmm. Do you think women ask a question, but what? already perceiving a response? A response, and a, that's how they dictate moving forward with somebody, right? And it almost to be like later down the road. Well, you said. Because we asked it in a, in a way that we wanted to hear the response that we wanted to hear. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's called a narcissist. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, asking a question to receive a certain answer but, is only, that's not asking a question. When it comes to asking stuff like I'm, this, right. men are trained because of women. Women train men. Yeah. Don't get it twisted. Like, you've been in relationships with niggas. The next girl he with is the better version of what you had. 
And he's going to do a lot better because you taught him what not to do that in certain sense. situations. Yeah. So <laughs> you you were the guy and you ask him or you ask him, what are you looking for? He knows the exact response because he's with women that told him the exact response they want. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. he regurgitates that back to you. And then you think that, damn, wow, he don't talk to women like that anyways. How does he know this? Because what you want to hear my response when they're like, "Oh, I'm looking for a relationship. I'm looking for this. I'm looking for that." I'll just be like, "Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah." But and then I'll back away. That is not what I'm looking for. Bye. I was at a stage where I, 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 I think men sometimes overthink. I think they overthink. They think they try to tell they try to tell women what they want to what they think they want to hear, but. A lot of times, we just want the truth because a lot of times, not all the times. I'm going to even say most of the time. That's a difference. That's not. That can't be the truth for all. It might be for you. Yeah, but yeah. The I truth can't speak for all women. I'm just going to leave me alone and answer my calls no, when I but, say. Like, but but I'm just <laughs> That's saying. What I'm talking about. But I'm just saying. Like so, when I say what you're looking for. Be honest, because I might not be looking for a dude either. Yeah. It's intimidating to ask a woman. In, this climate, that, in yeah. this climate, it is extremely... That's, I, what it's, that's why I said it's I scary. It's like, scary oh, for a man I, to ask a question to a woman that is a physical-based question or a relationship-based question. Or answer the question And we're having a steering contest like this. With honesty, you you think it's scary to answer <laughs> the question with honesty. If I say what you're looking for, you already think that I'm looking for a relationship. But that might no, be, not that, be what that, I'm on. That might not be the truth. Being scared as a as a man, right? And you're having a conversation with a woman, and they're like, "I want to do this. I want to do this. This is what I'm looking for." And you tell them, mm, "It's not what I'm looking for." The uh, nine times out of ten, a woman is going to say no. That's just what it is. Ooh. Whether they believe that or not, because women like to be chased. So they might say no, but then you back off and then you never talk to them again. You talk to them later on. They'd be like, you never talked to me again. So I was never really interested. And I was like, I told you I wanted to be with you, but you said no. But I was like, I want you to be more of a chase. I wanted you to go harder. Pressure is what women are calling it now. Apply that pressure. <laughs> pressure. I need you to apply that pressure. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like Dudes don't want to apply pressure because... Of y'all responses, it's not being scared. It's about come with that pressure. Mm -mm. Come with the pressure. A pressure is being a guy that has come to you and you denied him and he don't come back for you. That's not pressure. No, they always come back. Trust (laughs) me. Even though you don't want them to, they always. I mean, I just so you do. I only I have a one I have one chance rule. That's my whole life. One chance. You fuck up once. You do something crazy. You do something out of pocket. One chance. That's it. I'm not coming back. There's no talking. There's no hugging. There's no. There's nothing. There's nothing. I'm done. Interesting. Forever. Like there's. There, you don't get an opportunity to come back. Ever. So when I say that, I just mean like men have to be so secure with everything they do, because women are sitting there looking at men all the fucking time. Like it's it's different. The the tides have flipped. I I I, I get that because. You know, women, let's just say inboxes, right? Men are in women's inboxes all the time, mm-hmm. right? So, women are in men's inboxes as well. Okay. I feel like if I have a plethora, a plethora of people in my inbox, it means more than I, I don't, I don't right now, I don't, but I'm just throwing that out there. Um, 
I feel like some, I don't know, just the, hey, how you doing? I don't know. I feel like you got, what makes you different? What you, what makes you, hey, what, what makes you, what makes so, this, hey, different? Like, you know, hey, You don't hey, understand why hey, men want to hey. lie to you? No, no, no. But no, I'm saying, no, no, no. I'm saying apply a little bit more pressure. Like, make yourself stand out from these other eight, no, that's nine. Di- I'm not saying the highs and the, and the yeah. lows. I'm not talking about that. Okay, okay. That's different. I'm okay. talking about just the, the overall conversation. Once you already said the highs and the lows and you guys like each other. Okay. But you're not really fucking with each other because of some simple oh, stuff. Oh, okay. Well, that's just, that's <laughs> the, that that's simple women. I, I'm talking about, like, the beginning. I'm talking the very beginning. Like, it, it intrigue me. You know what? I, stimulate my mind. Let's keep this conversation Who going. Who should approach? Anybody first. can. You can either way. Men or women? I, I, approach, I approach you if I was like either you. way. I'm gonna approach you. There's no, there's no set rule. Men should approach me. If if you see something that you like, go get it. Go get it. Georgia. I've slid. Hey Georgia, if you're listening, you ever got now, shut down? You ever got shut down by a dude? Georgia. Approach, yeah. Approaching like that. I have. Approach him like that. And they're like, oh, my woman's right over there. Like, oh, huh? sorry. I mean, I don't approach in public. Well, Why do not? I? Do I? I? It's been so long, y'all. I don't know. I'm if out it's the online, game. This is my line. I say, oh, hey, future boyfriend. That's your line? Yeah. They love it. I'm like, ooh, you're so, you're so. So you've never been shut down? I have one time because just they, one time their, their girlfriend was there. What do you mean shut down? I like, just mean like you, you ever DM a dude and he's not fucking with it? I don't DM other people like random I, people I, like I'll that. I'll DM somebody. So you, you don't DM your dudes that you want to fuck I think, with. I think I've DM people and maybe the conversation just didn't spark off or jump off or go. I I I don't know if it was just me being shut down, but I I just feel like. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you you've never been said no one you've you reached out to somebody. Like you've hit the DMs, like hey, yo, baby. what's up? Hey, hey, it's me, Raven. What's up? How are you doing? And it never worked. It didn't work. Not that I can recall. That's what I'm saying. Like it's difficult for men because, I like, I don't hit DMs, DMs like that either. I don't. I don't hit DMs like that. Now I, it's I, on the app. It's different. I'll just be like, <laughs> hey, hey, future boyfriend, what you doing? And they're like, hey, hey, girlfriend. And then I'll just stop, and I won't message them. I don't until know. The next I feel like I feel like if a woman if a woman reaches out to a man, like they like that. You know, so men like that. Yeah, I don't like that. Really? Yeah, it's I, annoying. I, I, it is absolutely fucking annoying. I'm gonna well, show my DMs on the screen eventually. Because men are normally the ones doing the chasing and no, and normally doing the one to initiate things. And so that's I what people that, want, right? But yeah, but I think I think that yes, that's what women like. But I think men also like to be approached. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think reaching out to somebody first, and and it's not on no like. I'm like, get out of my neck. Hey, big head, or nothing like that. You, know, you, you can gradually strike up a conversation, and I think that men like that. I mostly ignore the people who <laughs> approach me. Good morning, sweetheart. Ignore. Oh, someone trying to message me, and they were like, wanted to go on a date, and I was like, uh, you didn't respond fast enough. Bye. That's, I mean, that's just the fact. That's that's different avenues that men have to deal with. So, uh, when when you see the guy who is attracted to the woman with her ass out, I mean, that's the one who's gonna respond nine times out of ten. Hey, I don't. You see short. My butt's out. 
<laughs> you see shorty with the sweater on you probably be like eh, he probably not might, might not be the one let me go figure it out you know that's a different mindset nowadays yeah. but that's not how i move but i know I dudes who tell, move that way i actually had to tell someone this past week because because of how i dress when i go out in yes, the streets I, exactly uh, and yes i dress like a little hoochie mama <laughs> Not a hoochie mama. Yeah, hoochie mama. But like, I have to tell a guy, I was like, you need to respect me. I said, I don't care how the fuck I dress or how the fuck I look. I said, I, I don't know who you think I am, but you will respect me. You you can't be just out here thinking that you can touch me because the next time you lay a hand on me, you might not have a hand. Like, I feel the same that. way. If one woman touches me and I don't give them consent, I want to cut mm-hmm. their hand off too. It don't sound the same, right? And I don't care if you have $50 million yeah, in your bank account or anything like that. Do, <laughs> kind of aggressive. Do not touch me. It don't sound the same, right? Like, if you if you are in a situation where a dude touches you and you're not feeling it, and you slap the fuck out of him, give him a one-two piece, stab him, you're the hero. If a dude gets touched by a woman and he not feeling that shit, he just got to eat that shit. Yeah. And I hate I hate those. I hate those. those you know Because we I mean? talked about this before with, mm-hmm. like, the... I guess like the Circle domestic, standard. the domestic violence yeah. with men yes. not being oh. the same and equal. Yes, yes, yeah. And it goes the same way for like men. Like I mean, like of course I wouldn't want like a woman. I mean, to don't be just it, take a like, hand off. But like, <laughs> like touch, you can tell like back up. I'm gonna just scream. I'll just start screaming in the club. No. Oh lord. No. That was a part of the song. So you they can look at you, said. and then I can look at and be like, because I think it'll help if you scream out. No. You think it would help? Yeah. <laughs> so, as I always say, is when we transition. So, so, so is the transition term. There was a, um, I, I don't know the story, and I don't want to pull up the story, but there was like the super, super skinny girl that was online, and they were like comparing bodies to like Meg and somebody oh, else. Koi. Is her name Koi? And uh, all the Benzino's women were going daughter. crazy. All the women were going crazy. Like, she's too skinny. She's this, this, and this, and this, and this. And just going at her crazy. When it comes to men and women, who comes at y'all worse? Like, is it men or is it women who come at women worse? Women. Women are more critical of other women. So why is it that men get that kind of, like, pushback? Like, we the ones who really be trying to, like, dictate your bodies. And they're not saying well, that there are do. people that do. Right, but I'm saying women do that same shit too. Um, because for me. at a higher level, men be I chilling. Mean, but I really don't give a fuck what a girl thinks. You know what I mean? Um, you know, I really don't give a fuck what dudes. Well, I do. I mean, you you want to impress the other dude. You want to be appealing. Women want to be appealing to whoever they're trying to impress attract. Myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I I, I think that if you're a heterosexual, you're gonna be more. You, you, but why you come at why come at why do women come at women? Period. At all? Like what? What, what is why? I don't. I don't, what's be, the reason? I don't be coming at females. I don't care. I think it's probably it may be like I don't know. For me personally, my personal experience has always been like not. I don't even want to say it's a jealousy thing. But I don't, it has I don't, to be I don't for like women. That word. Women that do it, I think yeah. that it has to be some type of jealousy or envy. Or envy. Because yeah, that's the word envy. envy. They 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 see you know. And I'm just like, girl, you can do it too. And yeah. then once they first meet, like if if you see me out, then chances are like if you're a woman, you're either gonna one love how I look or two you're gonna be hating on how I fucking look and I get both and more so I get more people who are hating on me and more more girls they go over me not that anything is out 
they go like this they tug at my clothes and like oh here here and i just think it's an envy thing because one probably guys are looking at me and i didn't even notice i really don't notice when people are looking at me because i'm in my own world having fun with my friends i didn't notice it until my friend um pointed it out my friend pointed out he's a guy he says wow you're like really eye candy here i'm not even bragging on myself he said you're eye you're eye candy here and i was like what i'm like really Niggas is Me? dusty in the domain, yo. I see it all the time. I'm just like, yo, so, like you can just let her <laughs> hang out. Like, for, you don't yeah. gotta be staring the whole time, my G. Yeah. And I'm just like, I just for me when I go out, I feel like I'm one of the guys. Yeah, yeah. And that's probably why my mindset is just like, Yeah, I don't really give a fuck or what yeah, I don't care. Yeah. It's just because I'm just like one one of the guys, you know? Yeah. Hanging out. And I'm not and I have no intention to meet up with anybody. I have no intention to do anything with anybody. My intention is to have fun with my friends and just live life, you know? Cause I just I'm like I've, I I get so sick and tired of like guys that I date telling me how to dress, what to do, what to not do, being so manipulative and controlling that like I just love my freedom and like, you know, being around the people that I love to be around, you know, who right. don't judge me, who don't envy me, who just who are just there just because they love being around me. Right. So, but once girls come up to me and they meet me, they actually meet me or they meet me in the bathroom, the quote unquote, like the the great bathroom. I've met, I've met some good friends okay, in the bathroom. Same. Once they meet me in the bathroom, they're like, oh my God, you're just so nice. Blah, 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 blah. And you're just like, yeah, I am nice. But, you know, you didn't have to like hate on me in the beginning. So, <laughs> my transition is trash. <laughs> I couldn't transition that to anything. Except, so, um, the 13 and 15 year old people who, I, I guess girls, who uh, tried to rob this uh, Uber Eats driver. Mm-hmm. So, the what as far as Washington, D.C., um, the 13 year old can't be trialed as an adult. And is only eligible up to 21 years old so 13 to 21 year olds 21 years old is the length of time they are be they could be in jail for this crime right so, so the both, 13 both year old no so the 13 year old the can, 13 year olds can possibly be up in jail till they're 21 in juvenile they can't be sent to oh. real people adult jails the 15 year old if i can find it can be they can be sent to juvie or tried as an adult, because 16, I think, in Washington is an adult, as far as when tried in like a capital murder crime or but any kind she, of crime like that. Wait a minute, is she can't once she's tried as a 15 year old, she can't the case can't be reopened when she's 16, right? No, no. But, so but if, if you she get, turns if, 16 while they're going, it's the at trial. the time of the crime. Okay, so she's 15. So you said so the, there's the, thir- there's the 13 and the 15 year old. Right. So the 13 year old can't serve more up until 21. So she can be tried as a juvie and be in ju- juvie until she's 21. They can't hold her anything past that in Washington. The 15 year old can be tried as an adult. But I thought it was 16 is when they tried it as an adult. So 15, well, the courts can make a case from 15 to 16 years old. Oh, I see. You can make a case. You can't make a case from 13 years old to 16 year old or 14 to 16. You can make a case from one year. Mm, right. Gotcha. 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 Um, so if that if they get actually charged, she could act. The fifteen year old could be in there for a long time. She be tried as an adult and be in adult prison for a long time. So I just feel like the punishment should be equal. I, hit it, I, hit it. I think the punishment it, should be equal. It like, should be, but it won't be. But it can't be <laughs> by the law. Right. So what is the minimum that the fifteen year old can get? 
I don't know if there's a minimum. Because if your child is an adult, there's no minimum per age. So depending on the state, so depending can, on the evidence, and depending so on the crime. is it going to be capital murder? I mean, it depends on if the, the trial hasn't happened. But to my understanding, if the 15-year-old is actually found guilty, right, then there's some, she can be in there for a very long time. There's a minimum age if she's tried as an adult. And also there's a factor, too. Like if the 15-year-old was the one who made up the ideal to do it, or was it the 13-year-old and the 15-year-old was following? Wonder, I'm wondering if since the 15-year-old can get a harsher punishment if they can go with a lesser crime. That all, I, To my knowledge, that really depends on if the 13-year-old person who can't go past 21 is the person who initiated the idea. The, she, the 15 year old will get leeway, but that doesn't, that's not going to change her being from a, a, a minor to an, an adult. adult. Mm-hmm. So you said can. It's not guaranteed that she will get tried as an adult or she's going to get tried as an adult. No, correct. Adult. It just depends. Oh, okay, it really okay. depends on the evidence. The, the evidence about the eight, whoever did it it's is going to be a factor if she's the, tried. The major as an adult. factor. Yeah. Gotcha. That's crazy. That's wild. I, I their their lives. <laughs> their lives. They better, the same, they better get the same lawyer. Their lives are going to be. A fucking news yeah. show for the rest and of their lives. And I think that I think that it's there's gonna be a documentary in about fifteen years. Don't think, don't forget this. I think that from from research that I've done and things that I've seen in cases, if they do if they um, do the case together instead of being tried separately, it'll be easier for them. It's going to be a separate trial because there's two courts you're working with. So you have to, you guarantee have the juvenile courts you have to work with being the 13 year old. It's, right. But if, but if she gets tried as a minor, that's the, that's the thing. If she gets tried as a minor, they will be tried in the same kind of court. But if she doesn't, because of circumstances, 15 year old will be in adult court, 13 year old will be in traditional juvenile court. You know what I mean? So there's not not a possibility of them being together unless the evidence point to the 13 year old being the one that came up with the ideal in the first place. And And I don't know how you prove that. And then the the what's the prosecutor's going to probably try to the prosecutor's going to go for for adulthood. Adult, absolutely. (laughs) The full the full extent. Mm Mm-hmm. That's sad. It is sad. That's sad. I was pulling something else out while you were talking. I just forgot exactly what I was going to. So movies and TV shows, have you guys been watching anything new? Anything that's come on your screen? Any movies? No. Oh, wait. I tried to watch King Kong, but I fell asleep last night. It looked, it looked good so far, but um, I kind of was with someone. Um, I was watching it, and I fell asleep. I don't know. I've just been tired. Really you fell tired. asleep. I fell asleep on them. I, I haven't like, watched so much. Sorry. I haven't watched much TV, to be honest. So that's the only thing that I recently been watching. That I watched recently was King Kong, and I got to the part where um, Kong breaks the thing off his neck. He's like, Rah! I watched The Housewives of Atlanta. I don't think I don't think I've ever watched that. Like Gone with the Wind, <laughs> fabulous. I, I love. I can't stand Kenya. <laughs> I cannot stand Kenya. She, she is so the much. biggest instigator, and she got she has a little puppet this this season too. Oh, I forgot. Oh, Latoya, Latoya. When talk about some shit starting, 
Woo, she 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 has my blood boiling. And from what the, the internet says, she's a pathological liar. So, so uh, I don't know if you guys have watched the, le- the latest donkey of, donkey of the day. Um, so there was a situation, I don't know if you guys have heard about it. Um, black dude arrested for 17 years for killing his mother, is released after 17 years, walking on the street, beats up this old Asian lady. So, yep, I heard about this donkey of the day. So he, she, he beats her up in front of a building, and in front of the building is... Your doorman yep. in New York. Yeah. They didn't do shit and they closed the door. Yep. They got fired, right? They got fired for it. Am I, 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 shit, I'm, <laughs> what's my job? What's my job? Because you don't know what the fuck's out that door. No one knows. No one yeah. knew he was, he, no one, if you, if you give me some backstory, right, I, I will consciously fight anybody if you tell me their backstory. If you told me they killed their mother and they were in prison for 17 years, I gotta. I, I'm not taking just a fight. Take my job. Yeah, but you, but you don't know at the time. No, I know, but you have to know that that's possible. That's in the universe. There's a possibility the person you're about to confront is a fucked up person. I'm calling. I mean, I'm I'm closing the door. I'm calling yeah, the police. Yeah, but closing the door, and especially in New York, definitely closing call, door and calling the police. Definitely call the police, but I don't even think they called the police from they, what from what the donkey of the day said. They did. They did call the police. So because originally the donkey of the day was um, them being security guards. Right, right. They weren't security guards. They were doormen. Right. Which doormen are usually really young or really old. It's tough. It's tough so he because did, so he did do his job. He so, called the police. So so the 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 whatever the quote unquote the rule book is, you're supposed to if some shit happens right outside, you close the doors, you protect the guests that are inside, and that's how you move. So what was the reasoning for them being fired? The reason was the actually the the reason wasn't justified for me. The, the it was a moral justification. You can't put me in a job with rules and then tell me to go on my morals. Right. Like, if my morals are something, if I'm like, mm, don't do that, but the rules say don't do that, and you fire me for doing the rules but not following my moral, that's not what I was taught on. Yeah. I know that it, there were men there were, the, the, there were men in the lobby who couldn't have prevented it. It happened. And when you're at work, everyone knows when you're at fucking work. It's the middle of the fucking day. It's 2 o'clock in the afternoon. No one's really putting in work. Everyone's just doing what they're supposed to do. Let's go by on his job description. You know what I mean? Everyone's just doing what the fuck they're supposed to be doing at that moment. And and Shorty gets stomped out. Like, what are you supposed to do? What are you supposed to do? And this is your job. Protect yourself. That's what, that's self-preservation. You have to take that into consideration. Charlemagne and, and Envy and maybe uh, Yi was saying something along lines like, it's a moral. I would jump out there and I would fight him and I'd beat him up and I'd stop Try him from doing that. It. No one's going to do that because you know why? Self-preservation. You can say that on a radio station full of billions of dollars. You can, you can say that. But what if this guy has a knife? What if he has a gun? You don't, what if yeah, he has, you don't like, know. There's so no many one factors knows. that plays into Nobody it. Nobody knows. If, if somebody would have tried to go out there and, and, and per- help this lady. And then he gets and fucked he did, up. But, but if he, did, he gets fucked up but she lives, who, who's the hero? They'll still say he's a hero. Why? Because he put his life on the line to save her. She makes it. He doesn't. I, I get. I get <laughs> like, it. What? I get it. But they will hail him as a hero. That's not. That's not a hero. A hero is a person who can di- dictate and figure out exactly what needs to happen. So if you're protecting a building, right? If you're supposed to be in front of a building and there is X amount of people in this building, and someone's doing some fuck shit outside this building, 
your first thought should be secure the building and then you go out and handle that. What? So security, if there was security in that building at that moment, you back the fuck up, you close the doors, security goes the fuck out, police are called, you fuck up that guy, check on shorty. While he's getting fucked up by the police and every security agency in the universe, then you check on shorty, you go out there, you make sure she's good, you pull her back in when the threat's gone. That's any kind of place in the universe. What would the Avengers do? Exactly that. They would take care of it. That's what you go by. What would the Avengers do? If this was a Marvel movie, would they have saved the lady? What would Cap do? You got to know what, what would Captain America do? Captain That's what got a you job do. and kids to take care of. That's what you do. What what would uh, Hawkeye do? Or Yeah, what would Hawkeye, Hawkeye do? Stay at the crib with the bomb. He's done. <laughs> he wanted to be done. Hawkeye wanted to be done. <laughs> he was tired. Okay, so you, you you might have a chance with Cap, but not Hawkeye. Hawkeye, Hawkeye was done. He was, he was done. He was at the crib. His family disappeared. He turned the road and he started slicing and dicing people. It's just crazy. But No. We're not leaving that because I don't think that that's a manhood thing. A lot of women, I've seen a lot of women comment on this and say, if, if like, what? If, if it was a man beating on a man, I would have jumped out there. No, you the fuck, you, know you would not. If, if my was mama was there, getting beat, I would hope that people wouldn't close the door on my mama. You, you have to position yourself to where your mom is. You have to be, you have to understand where she's at. She's walking down the street. In New York. Was it at night? No. In the broad two o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, there's there's plenty of people. <laughs> there's not plenty of people. You're I'm talking about two o'clock in the no. afternoon. I would say the best bet is to call the police because you never know what this person has like a weapon or something. Regardless, I would call the police first. The My- best bet is if the company has security, you 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 tell the security to go fuck this dude up, and then you secure the woman because you can't pull her in. What happens if this like you can't. I think the thing is being lost to people. He did, oh, they she's did. on the street. She's, yeah, it, this was not necessarily happening inside no, their no, building. No, no, this That's is not too, in the building. Right, this is I did outside. see the video. Now that I'm, I'm kind of putting it together, this is outside of your business. This mm-hmm. is not in your lobby. Where typically, yes, let me go handle that's some situation story. that's going on inside that's my lobby. Stif- they were not in the they building. On the, the whole street. So they're outside. So did she survive? And, and yes. She did survive. She did survive. Yes, she was in, an older Asian woman. In reality, I think what happened is what most people will do. Most people usually pull out the cameras and start recording. That's the thing. That that's not how the camera. That's not how the recording happened. The recording came from the lobby of the place outside. So the camera was angled outside to watch people walk in. Gotcha. This shit happened literally right outside the front door. Right, right, right. Right. So they see this. The dude just smacking the lady. Hit her. Dudes from the the doorman just pull the doors in type shit. Like, what the fuck's going on? Pull the doors in, and then they react. Yeah, because I feel like the the same thing would have happened, say it was... Anywhere else in the universe. Yeah, outside a department store. (laughs) They're not going to go out there. Mm -hmm. Do I go into the line of fire, or do I protect everything? I mean, that's a lockdown, right? Your building just went on lockdown. There's some shit happening outside. Everybody is safe on the inside. Lock this shit a down. School, yeah. A church, like, yeah. You, you, like, you, you, you put, oh, there's some shit going outside. Everyone get inside, and lock it down, in, and then and let's figure in. it out. So that, yeah, that makes complete sense. Mm-hmm. You lock the building down. Exactly. That's why I, I disagreed with that donkey today. Like, I just don't understand. Like, that's challenging a man's manhood, but also 
that's not really challenging what you should do in those moments. Yeah. Like you're protecting a building. Your job is right. to protect the building. Outside this building, I ain't got shit to do right. with you. Exactly. Because if it was a sniper outside, <laughs> am I gonna run towards this mm-hmm. because there's Shoot a sniper me. Shoot Shoot No, me. you're gonna lock down the building. Mm-hmm. I know I'm a doorman and everything, but my job is to run outside and get mm-hmm. shot. And they got fired. That doesn't make sense. They got they got fired because it 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 caught. Uh. It caught. Someone, someone in the actual building me, had if, to release that shit. If he didn't call the police, I would just say, okay, that like he could be a, get a warning for like his job or anything like that. But if something's going down like outside, my first thing instincts is like, let me call the police on this whatever. Like this lady's getting beat up or whatever. But if he didn't do that, to my then, to my to my honest opinion, I really just think it it, it was like if this had happened to like a black woman or I'll even say this. An Italian woman or any Caucasian Caucasian person, mm-hmm. this wouldn't be a big deal. But because we're dealing with you know Asian hate and things like that, things are being a little heightened in the moment. Mm-hmm. So I think that it would be a little different kind of coverage because the coverage originally was just the guy beating up the Asian woman. They didn't go into the the actual building's video and pull that out until recently. But I, I, if you're inside and something's happening outside your doors, I think you should secure the people that are in there. That's what you're there for. You're not right. there to go outside, open the shit up, and then what if, what, if, what if that was a distraction? What if he's fake beating her up, whooping her ass, and then they go outside and then people just yeah. pile the fuck a, in just a, fuck up everything? Yeah. It's you know a whole what I mean? swarm of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. It's a crazy world we live in. <laughs> crazy world. Very crazy. Hmm. So no TV, no movies. Just King Kong. (laughs) Did you watch it? I watched some of it, but I fell asleep. I literally was tired because I I smoked a little bit of my medical marijuana, (laughs) (laughs) and I had wine, and I was already in the sun all day. So I just watched uh, Soul of a Nation. I've never heard of that. What is that? What is that about? Um, pretty much like the stuff. Is it a TV show? Yeah, it's a TV show. Um, I only watched part of the episode. I did? Pull it up. Soul of a Nation. It's going slow. <laughs> it's not responding. So fill in some shit. Just keep talking until it responds. Um, this did on, I watch it? I watched it? On this week's Soul what? of a Nation. This week's Soul of a Nation was talking about um, Black Wall Street and the stuff that, um, you know, our culture is going through. Um Oh yes, yes. So it's a different series. You. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't got know how you. to break I did, it. I, I, watch I haven't watched all. The, no, this is on. Uh, is it ABC? Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't watched all of them. My sister was like, yeah, "You gotta watch it," and I just caught this week's episode. Um, it was very, very, very educational. Very educational. Was it like a relationship swap thing? Or like? Did a black guy with a white woman or some shit like that? It was like a couple versus couple thing at some point. It was like a black guy who's dating a black woman type shit. Yeah, it, so it's like a documentary. Exploring the authentic realities of black life by exploring specific themes, including spirituality, <laughs> black joy, activism in sports, Racial reckoning that in, that erupted after George Floyd, um, George Floyd. Sorry, I mispronounced the name. George Floyd's death. Jamil um, Hill, Marseille Martin, and others are among the stellar roster of guests. Um, 
yeah, it, it, it was it was deep. So um, there's uh, the first episode was about reckonings. Um, this past one was about faith. The one coming up is about uh, no, no, no. I'm taking that back. Reckonings. Faith was um, March 16th. Black Boy Joy was the episode. Reconstruction is the episode. So it, it's just a lot of. Just like different storylines. Yeah, but it's more of a documentary. Very, very educational. Let's check it out. Soul of a Nation. Okay, so I did watch it. Yeah. All right, looks like we got through um, every single topic that we had available. Um, we need that clap sound. <laughs> Yay! Thank you, thank you, thank you. We have um, one. One last thing. Last thing. Um, but even before, I want to. I know we started off talking about doing like some kind of like team builder thing. We should we should um, elect to do um, something in the near future. When I mean near future, I mean next week, like Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, think pick, I'm open. Pick a food. Pick something, and let's all chip in. Let's all. Um, just vibe without the stress of the podcast. Let's let's just all be in our own space and just no no business talk, no podcast talk, and you know hang out and drink and you know I'll, I'll cook everything possible that I can. So give me some kind of ideals that you guys what you guys want to eat. Steak. I can do that. I'm down uh, for whatever. I told you my palate is open <laughs> to new Cajun, things. Cajun pasta. <laughs> <laughs> I can make better better Cajun pasta than that. But let's no do Tuesday. No let's one, do Tuesday. It, Raven, are you open Tuesday? This Tuesday? Well, it just depends on the time. If it's early, yes. If not, then You know Georgia and no. us share the same time, right? Time zone? I don't mean <laughs> Is Wednesday better? Wednesday Wednesday's would, better. Wednesday would be better. Let's do Wednesday then. That's I'm fine. Down. That's fine. Let's, let's come we, up with we a We locked in. Locked in Wednesday. Wednesday. Gang, gang. Gang, gang. We all here. I want the sun to be out because we do a lot of stuff at night. So, okay, so you want to do early enough? Like, let, let's do some because it gets dark at like seven. Some let's try to find something like in between like five and seven. I know you, you're working, yeah. So, something in between like I can be here by six, six and seven no, 45 ish. Be here by sun's six. Out. Okay, so to get most of the sun because you know, we you know, we run on CP time, so let's go ahead and shoot for the earlier so we can make it before the sun goes down. Okay. <laughs> Let's yeah, go ahead and let's, shoot for let's six. figure out if something. You say let's say five. I'll be here at eight. <laughs> <Six>. <laughs> let's Ray figure. can be here at three, so you can be here by six. <laughs> okay, we'll just I'm just put three in my head, and yeah. I'll be here right at six. <laughs> yeah, let's figure out something, guys. I mean, uh, it, it, it we need it. it. We it, need it. It gets stressful. I, I know that this. Yeah, the, everything is tough. You yeah, know what I mean? So, so let let's set up some Wednesday positive vibes. Enjoy each other. Listen to music. You know, sunlight, drinks, all that shit, nails, nails. Please, son, Lord, just a little, a little twerking if you want to twerking. If y'all got the magnes still popping, we can do a little twerking. I can't dance. Yeah, for sure. So, like the last thing uh, that's on here on our our list of very important things, um, last but not least, of course. Um, DMX um, going through what he's going through. Uh, I, I don't even feel comfortable just naming what the alleged things are that he's going through. Just but prayers. he just he just he just is going through what he's going through, and um, 
yeah, I'm just I, I I just hope everything works out for him. I think that um, prayers for DMX. He's he's a he's a legend. You know, he's amazing. So prayers for him. You know, I know his family's going through it right now. So prayers and support for his family for all his kids. You know, um, it, it, it's tough. You know, I know. 2020 was a hell of a year, right? So we were, everybody was looking forward to 2021, starting fresh. 21 is kind of taking off a little rough too, rough and rocky. So, you know, with everything the world's going through, we just got to continue to stay positive. You know, like I said, prayers for him, his family. You know, I hope he pulls through, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, and this yeah. is outside the uh, uh, the hospital. I love where he's, where he's I, currently at. They they did like a, a really mass like outing. Yeah, the last I love couple the of support. Days. You know, Rough Riders showing up, showing up, coming through big. You know, and doing the prayer, the vigil outside. You know, the hospital for him. You know, just the love, the outpour that you know he's getting from the people. So clearly, by numbers, numbers don't lie. You know. The, the world loved this man, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, just prayers for him and his family. You know, the they need all the love and support that they can get right now. So I, I really hope, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm grew up in the church. So, you know, we always said nothing is final until God says it's final. So I'm, I'm you know, just believing in that. And I just, you know, through it all, you know, just give them lots of prayers and love and support. Yeah, for sure. Um, shout out to DMX. Um, once again, hopefully uh, things things get better, you know, and I hope, you know, it, it just ends the way we want it to. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, that doesn't happen every time, but hopefully this happens this time and hopefully we uh, we, we see what, um, what this guy's built continuously. Yeah. I guess I will go ahead and end this on, you know, a positive note. Um, I always try to look for something inspirational to end on. Um, Luckily today, you know, I feel like we're kind of blessed. I'm going to end it with a quote from DMX. Okay. Um, My birth was a blessing sent to live and die on earth. It's a blessing. We each have a star. All you have to do is find it. Once you do Everyone sees it. You won't be blinded. DMX. Salute to DMX. Find your star. Do what he said. Find your star. Let it shine. For sure, for sure. Raven, you have anything else to say? No, just continue those prayers for DMX and family and everybody around you. Yep. All right, guys. Keep moving. This is the Can We Talk podcast. Of course, as always, I have Raven Brown. Hello, hello. Or goodbye, goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) And Brittany Hill. Signing out. See you all next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you.